As the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA, ID Life provides its members with high-quality ingredients backed by pure science. It's science. Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with Dustin about how you can reach your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Centerize Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit centerizebrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome tap room. That's Centerize Brewery located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's go blues! You can't trade Alex Steen. And Regina, or Regina if she were a town in Canada, uh, she responds with, why not Bennington? Real men do drink pumpkin beer. Get ready to hear some noise tonight. Hi there, everyone. I'm Haley Wickenheiser, and this is Let's Go Blues Radio. This is Eddie Garcia from the Fox Sports Radio Network and co-host of the Puck Podcast, and you're listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Hi, guys. This is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 49 of Let's Go Blues Radio. This is the fully vaccinated, often imitated, but never duplicated, always agitated. We are the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA, and by CenterIceBrewery.com, St. Louis's first and only hockey-themed brewery in Midtown St. Louis. We're broadcasting live on Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. This is franchise episode number 315 all-time. I'm Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by my very talented co-hosts, Kirk Price and Bill Day. Uh, not talented at podcasting, talented in other walks of life. Uh, and uh, we do have a special guest, which we will get to in a minute. Kirk did not look happy with that joke. No, no, I was, I was like half listening because I, uh, I usually, I just tune you out during the intro. <laughs> no, I, I usually do that with you, so it works out. Right, okay, good. Uh, so, uh, so full kickback, crack open a beer, or if you're at work, stop trying to work. We all know you aren't actually getting anything done. Just listen to the show. Uh, enjoy some hockey talk for the foreseeable future. To interact with the show on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bill is working on getting that Let's Go Blues Radio TikTok up uh, here very soon, so you can expect that. Uh, have you checked out our Discord server? It's an excellent community for blues fans to interact with one another as well as with the hosts of this show. It's been a little quiet this summer, but we saw some exponential growth last season. It's always a good time. For more info, go to letsgoblues.com slash discord. We are dual live streaming right now on YouTube and Facebook. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show. Smash the bell so you'll get notifications when we go live. Uh, Kurt and Bill, we'll get to you in a minute. Let's go ahead and introduce our special guest. Uh, you've heard his name here many times. He's a good friend of mine, guy I've known for a while. Kurt and Bill know fairly well, too. Dustin Paul from RockinThatIDLife.com. 
joins us. And, and don't worry, he's not hes not just here to talk about rocking that ID life for two hours, which we're going to do. Uh, he's a men's league hockey player. So uh, big Blues fan as well. All, been a fan of the show since before he sponsored it, as, as far as what he's told me. So we are uh, we are happy to have him to talk some hockey with him and uh, get some good summer hockey talk out of the way. Dustin, thank you for joining us us tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And don't forget, you know, Kurt and I uh, won gold together. And <laughs> as you say that in the YouTube chat, Mike Leon says that's my tourney captain. <laughs> so there you go. The 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 best captain uh that I've had in uh Stanley Ponder Cup history. And that says something because well I would you are you are second, Jeff, but I mean we didn't win when I was on your team. So. That's true. We, that is true. We we had a I had a nice run, but we didn't we didn't quite uh, pull it off there. It was that beauty goal that you scored in the shootout, which we've referenced on, many times. On Mr. Lynn, yeah. That was that was uh yeah, I I scared myself. Uh, doing that move. Yeah, I, you scared the hell out of me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> never, uh, I had never, ever done that before, and I probably how about again. How about this, folks? We've got four uh, Ponder Cup tourney champ. Uh, well, not, maybe, uh, let's see, champion? No. Well, they're, they're, we're all champions in some way. But we've got uh, we've got <laughs> four captains. Participation medal right here. <laughs> yeah, four former captains in terms of uh, me and Dustin and Mike Leon, who just commented, and Greg Hotard, the reigning Ponder uh, Cup champion uh, captain. He is in the chat as well. So a uh, lot, lot of Ponder Cup people jo- joining the show tonight. Very nice. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in, in awe I'm in, uh, of the royalty that surrounds yeah. me. Yeah, I actually asked uh, Vladimir Tarasenko to come on, and he said, "Oh, I hear you've got too many tourney champions on. I, I can't, I can't do it. I've only won one championship." Yeah, so. and, and if he couldn't be captain, he wasn't going to be here. So <laughs> that's true, very true. Um, plus, the uh, the Ponder Cup uh, doctors are really not that great either. No. Trade me right fucking now. <laughs> uh, Jason Miller, who was our teammate on that show, Kurt, or on that uh, that tournament, Kurt, in the chat says, I was the other goalie during that shootout. Glad I didn't have to stop that shot, Kurt. I, I mean, you know what? Uh, I, it, it's just one of those things where uh, one goalie plays it one way, another goalie might, you, you may have just stopped it easily. It's just one of those things where it's uh, you come in and a goalie, one goalie bites on it, another one might not. So I, I mean, I, I got lucky on it. I'll just say that. Bill, Bill, Lynn's a fine, Lynn's a fine goalie. Yes, he is. That that's why that was so impressive. To be quite honest, uh, if anyone plays uh, men's league hockey here in St. Louis, you might know of a goalie named Lynn McNew on the Illinois side, but plays over in Queenie Park and other places. Uh, Lynn is a hell of a goalie. So yeah, that was uh, that was the thing that was more impressive was the fact that you faked out. Uh, one of the better goalies that plays uh, in that tournament every year. Well, I w- you know, I, I wasn't going to come in and just try and beat him clean. And I wanted to try to do something different. You know, my little uh, fake forehand go backhand high. I, I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's too predictable. I don't know. I just, I don't know. And I, I've said this on the show before about that play. I come in and I didn't know what the hell I was doing as I was coming in. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll, I'll make it up as I go along. I'm like, yeah, let's fake a shot. I, I and I was like, no, I'm going to shoot it. I come down. I'm going to lay into a slap shot. As I'm coming down with the slap shot, I change my mind. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I, 
so I and that's probably why you sold it so well because you sold it probably, to yourself. Probably, I almost yeah. So yeah, he he, he uh, came out hard on that. Yeah, he did. He bit. He bit on that. That was uh, that was impressive. So um, so Kurt, Bill, uh, the past week, how have things been? Uh, any any hockey related incidents for you in in August, St. Louis? Yeah. Uh, no, not 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 particularly. Uh, as, I, as I get something in my eye. Right now, now would be a great time, you know, to be a, a Canadian uh, broadcaster journalist because this is lake season. Not mm-hmm. you're not hearing shit out of anyone right now. It's because they're all There's getting no... drunk on boats. Yep yeah. the the chatter right now is purely from fans. I mean, if you hear anything about a rumor, I mean, ninety percent of it is just fans just bored and coming and, up with stuff. And you know, that's the absolute worst time to be on social media listening for to, to hockey talk. It's terrible. You, you get some bad takes out there with just frustrated fans wanting Tarasenko traded. Um, the, and for some reason, the longer the Tarasenko goes while being moved, the worse the Blues get. In, in yeah. a lot of people's minds, you know, it's like we 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 suck more and more uh, because we're just not getting better and better and better as the off season goes on. We're you need to get better pack. every day of the off season, because <laughs> you know after the Bushnevich acquisition and and Saad, you know, we're feeling pretty good, you know, and then the Sarasenka move to come, maybe we'll get something in return there too and get a little better. But uh, and now that has that's worn off now, right? So now we suck again, and because yeah. especially because Tarasenko, oh, Tarasenko's value is is just awful and we got to, you know, we have to play him now. So he earns, you know, get some more, uh, proves that he can play and produce. And so he'll up his value, which is who know who knows going to happen. I, 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 I don't, I just stand by the fact that I think at this point, if you're going to trade him now, if you're going to trade him in September, if you're going to trade him in October, it doesn't matter. Just trade him whenever the best deal comes along. I think, I think he's, I think he'll get, I mean, he could get traded tomorrow, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if training camp starts and he has not been traded, but he gets traded pretty soon after that. You know, yeah. I don't think the season starts with him here. I just don't. I think, I think some teams will uh, realize, hey, you know, the, the closer they get to the season and training camp, they'll analyze their rosters harder. Um, things will happen. Um, they'll realize, oh gosh, we really do want to get some depth scoring here. Uh, at this position, so and they'll and they'll they'll do we'll do something. I I I hope. <laughs> yep. Uh, so speaking of the Blues, uh, quick announcement that we want to mention: uh, Kurt and I have signed up for the Blue Note Five K. So uh, if you uh, plan on doing that, make sure you uh, come on out and say hi to us and uh, look for us in the crowd. We'll be the ones uh, ripping off Louis's head. I don't know. We'll we'll be there. You'll be able to recognize us. We're pretty loud people. So, uh, Bill, Dustin, any interest in the Blue Note 5K? I'm uh, I'm still kind of on the fence. Uh, haven't been able to put uh, a single run in this summer, uh, mostly because I just like sleeping too much. But uh, I, uh, <laughs> sleeping's I, uh, nice. It's it's great, you know. Working from home, get to sleep a little longer, and get used to it. Um, I uh, I did start training myself to get up just a little bit early, so if I can get in uh, a couple of weeks of uh, you know three day a week runs, um, 
I'll probably do it. I saw early bird sign up uh, discount is good through September second. So yes, yep. Uh, yes. Give myself two weeks and uh, try to meet that deadline and see how I can see how I'm feeling. But cool. I, I definitely enjoy it every time we do it, even though you know I'm I am old and slow. <laughs> how about you, Dustin? Any interest? Um, you know, I haven't given a whole lot of thought, but it does sound like a good time. Um, so maybe I'll look into it and run with you guys. Yeah, it's it's always a good time. We uh, we always have a good time with it. Uh, so uh, the official beers of episode number 315. Remember, you can follow each of the hosts of the show on the Untapped app. Kurt's at Price 12 I'm at jponder94, and Bill is at BillyBlueNote33. Uh, let's start, let's start with the guest. Dustin, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I got, the, I know what he's drinking. What am I drinking? No, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to say it was a, a, a mix. Uh, I, I would assume that you'd be mixing one of your, uh, the powder packets in with a glass, like as a demonstration on air. There you go. See, <laughs> you Perfect. Right here. <laughs> all right, there you go. Um, I had the angry orchard hardcore or um, park cider unfiltered up. Um, you know, I'm not really, I don't drink too often and I knew that I needed something different to show up because I you know after watching uh, you guys every week, you guys always had these unique drinks and I knew if I showed up with the Bud Light, I'd be harassed for the rest of my well, life. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he, he texted me earlier and he said, uh, man, I got to go out and get some beer that's not Bud Light. <laughs> well... Yeah, I, I, if it's I, Bud, I, if it's Bud Light Orange, you, you get a pass from Kurt. Yeah, yeah, I'll say Bud Light Orange yeah. is acceptable. I love Bud Light Lime personally. It's a, it's a, it's a variant, you know. Uh, yeah, I used to do the ciders back in the day, Hornsby's, back when that was like the only cider around. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, and then I got burned out on them, and I haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, there was a yeah, while where I was really into ciders, but I got drunk purely off ciders one night. And I just felt terrible for like three days after that. So I was like, yeah, maybe one cider a night from now on at most. Uh, Bill, go ahead. <clears throat> I am uh, going with uh, Founders again because, you know, they're making some good beer all the time and I can't stop buying it. Um, tonight is the second of the Bottle Shop series. Um, and this is called Highball Drifter, and it is a brown ale that is uh, styled after a uh, an, an old fashioned. Really, it, it's got a very bourbony feel, um, very aromatic. It almost smelled bitters in the foam. Uh, it, it's good. I mean, definitely, definitely not uh, something you're going to sit back and crush uh, a whole bunch of. It's a sipper enjoying it Kurt well I am almost done with this bad boy right here this is uh, green tea (laughs) I made some green tea earlier I got back from uh, coaching uh, uh, the soccer team that I've just started doing uh, and uh, I was like yeah I'm thirsty and I was like yeah I don't want anything sugary so I was like yeah I just mixed up some green tea I admit in a while so which is pretty good so I'm gonna have a beer in a little bit but yeah, after I finish this green tea, I might have, I may break out a Bud Light Orange. Who knows? Might go oh, crazy. The night is young, folks. The night is yeah, young. I mean, it was it was mentioned, so now it's like, oh, I have one in the fridge behind me. Oh, we'll so there you go. Now you got to drink it. 
Uh, so mine, out of my wonderful center ice brewery glass that uh, I love, uh, I am drinking some summer lager from Schlafly. Mm. Uh, I don't actually know if I've had this on the show before, but I know I've talked about it. Uh, I love the summer beers, the, um, the 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 summer ales, the summer lagers. I love them all. So uh, Schlafly makes a great one. And so if you're interested in um, good. some good summer beer, which are still in stock right now in most uh, most places, uh, pick yourself up some summer lager from Schlafly. Yeah, I'm really surprised one. you didn't have another pumpkin beer tonight, Jeff. Because they're <laughs> yeah. starting to show up everywhere. I yeah, know. but it's still too warm. I just as I love pumpkin and I love I love Oktoberfest probably more than pumpkin beer. But every time I go to the store and I see it, I'm just like I'm not feeling it yet. It's too early. Yeah, me yeah. Me too. My, my wife picked me up some a couple weeks ago, and and she even commented the other day. She was like, "You're not drinking your pumpkin beer as much as I thought you would," and I was like. I was like, no, it's a very thoughtful thing for you to do, but it's just, it's not, it's not pumpkin Oktoberfest beer season yet. The temperature needs to drop a little bit. And uh, I think, you know, wrinkles, uh, uh, produce bill, uh, they, they're, they're uh, fall like decor stuff and their, their Halloween uh, stuff that they have for the kids. Uh, They just opened with that kind of stuff right now, I think. So I think it's more fall now, not Halloween yet, but. I think if I, if I take the kids through there once, get, get in the fall mood, um, and if the temperature happens to drop, uh, like, you know, the, the high is like a good 81 or something, you know, maybe the low around 66, and break out one of those then. Yep. Uh, Adam Cowgill in the chat says, I'm only here for the center ice plug. Uh, Adam is the wonderful bartender over at Center Ice Brewery, and, and he is working with me to coin the best IPA in St. Louis for the beauty, which is truly the best IPA in St. Louis. Have you had the milkshake beauty yet? No, I haven't had it yet. Have you? Because they, they, no, I haven't. I haven't been, I haven't been over there. It's been, I haven't been out there since weeks. I went for a Stanley cup final game. Uh, I'm trying to you, remember if I've been over there since I don't. Yeah. I, I, uh, I need to, we need to make, we need to plan something. We need to, we need to go yeah. there. For sure. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm not an IPA guy myself, but uh, I'd like to try the uh, the milkshake IPA. Adam says, "Come and get the milkshake on me." How about that? Mm, Is that for done. everyone Adam's listening, Adam? Shake. I don't know. I don't know about that, buddy. I, I'll be I'll be in the area uh, going to uh, uh, the ballpark village to watch the cards game either Friday night or Saturday night, one of the two, uh, in that 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 open spaced area outside, you know, outside of ballpark village. <laughs> Adam and says, so, no, yeah, he didn't mean that for everyone. I think that was just meant for our ears. What's that? <laughs> uh, come and get a milkshake on him. I think he meant for the Oh, right, 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 right. And right. I said, oh, is that for everyone listening? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I'll be in the area, so maybe I'll, I'll stop on by. Yeah, get, I, get I, yourself I, one. I, I, I need to... At, at the least, I need to get out there this weekend and at least uh, get some beer to bring home. I haven't done that in uh, in about a month. At great, and fun. again, great curbside pickup for uh, for any of you who just want to take some beer home. So check out sunrisebrewery.com. Uh, I went uh, – oh Oh, wow. I'm watching the Cardinal game here. <laughs> Brewers are throwing this the ball is a around, blue show, and we cops. clearly have talked uh, about blues the whole time so far. 
I went down to the uh, the brewery down the street, uh, not to uh, from Center Ice, uh, and I didn't. I was like, I, I was invited over there. You know, some friends were down there, so I, I went and hung out. And it was, it was. I was like, they're like, oh, where are we going next? And I'm like, I want to go down down the street to Center Ice for a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it was a uh, uh, we didn't make it over there. So, but I was, uh, I was like, eh, I want to go over there. Uh, Jason Miller says, when are we going to have another Let's Go Blues radio night at Center Ice? When was the first one is my question. We need to actually <laughs> set that up. I think that'd be a lot an of fun. official one? Yeah, I don't think we had an official yeah. one. No. It's we always to, been, hey, we, we're going to Center Ice. We talked about, you know, like broadcasting from there, or doing something from. Definitely. Kind of we need to do that. Yeah. We should do that for like, uh, you know, maybe a pregame for a really late game or something. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, like a like a Friday or Saturday West Coast. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. From from the penalty box. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. That'd be great. Like a Friday or Saturday um, night West Coast game. Yeah, we'll we'll plan something for this season. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh so today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History account for August eighteenth, two thousand twenty one. On this day in 1977, St. Louis Blues reacquire their former captain in Jimmy Roberts, the first position player selected in the expansion draft in a trade with Montreal Canadiens for a third-round pick in the 1979 draft. And guess who that player was? Guy Carboneau. Guy Carboneau. Interesting if that trade doesn't happen if the Blues select Guy Carboneau there. Who knows? Yeah, I, 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 you know, when people talk about, oh, they traded this draft pick away and that draft pick turned into so and so, oh, they could have had him. Yeah, they could have. Uh, but there's so I mean, many players. You never, oh, know. especially if it's later in the draft. What, what was it? What was the pick? Yeah. What was the pick? Uh, was it was it? the third round pick. It was third overall. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Third, no, it was third, third round. Third round. Yeah. Third round. Third overall. Third round. <laughs> Who? You give a third overall overall pick for Roberts? Well, I, anyway, yeah. yeah, but the the uh, third round pick, yeah, I mean, there's you could go a bunch of different directions. You're getting to the point in the draft where it's like, you know, you're just hoping. So, well, and let's let's face it too. In 1979, in that draft, um, I mean, who knows what the scouting's like then? It might just be a crapshoot. Oh, this this guy here is playing in uh, London, Ontario. Okay, I'm sure he's good. Let's just select him. Who knows? We don't know what the, what the scouting was like then. And this day in 1987, the St. Louis Blues announced their new marketing campaign by Fleischman. It is, he shoots, he scores! Trademark call of the great Dan Kelly. Uh, and there's a great article there that uh, was posted with this story. So again, make sure you follow the at STL Blues history account. Uh, the billboards that we see in the uh, in the background uh, in this newspaper clipping shows one billboard says he shoots, the next billboard says he scores, and I believe that was Brian Sutter up there. Uh, Sutter in the wrong. second one, I think. I think he's in yeah. the first one too. Is it? Bernie? No, it's right here. Shot in the first one. Oh, it is. Yeah. Is that yeah, Bernie? eleven? It's a no, right-handed right. shot in the second one too. Because the uh, top left hand's on top of the stick, unless he switches hands around. Yeah, we celebrate. Eh, you know? Who knows? But and and that the he shoots he scores. That wasn't their slogan. That was that was the Blues Power year. I can set that third billboard says Blues Power, and I have a pocket schedule that says that that uh, Blues Power on it that year. 
Well, I don't know what to tell you. If you want to refute STL Blues history, you take it up with him. The tri- the, 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 is there a new marketing campaign by Fleischman? He shoots, he scores. Okay. I mean, maybe it was. What, and what year was this? 87. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe that was part. Okay. I know Dustin, they had the blues uh, power Dustin, at that point, you only, had, you only had what, three kids at that point, Dustin? <laughs> um, yeah, three working on the fourth. <laughs> they had that blues power song, the, the commercial. Um, that I remember that was it was a really good commercial. That it was to uh, the blues because now I'm living on blues power. Um, and then I see the blues power billboard, and I have the pocket schedule. I'm I'm curious if they did. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we got a we got a break coming here. Why don't you go find that pocket schedule and let me know what you come uh, up with? I I'll go find it. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm excited. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> excited about this. <laughs> you sound very excited. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, folks, we are going to take a quick break here. We're going to have – we've kind of kept them silent so far. We're going to hear a lot more from our friend Dustin Paul here as we come back from break. Uh, let's hear from uh, from Dustin and rockinthatidlife.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Put that energy drink down. Don't you know that common energy drinks contain high levels of caffeine and other harmful ingredients that can lead to increased blood pressure and heart rhythm disturbances? Finding that energy you need for everyday activities doesn't need to put your health at risk. ID Life's energy formula doesn't use artificial ingredients or a massive dose of caffeine. Energy's caffeine levels are released slowly over time, allowing for longer periods of energy without crash, not to mention keeping your heart safe. Energy also includes neurotransmitters for mood, focus, memory, and cognitive function. ID Life also added antioxidants associated with brain health for no reason besides perfection. With rockin'thatidlife.com, you can get an energy boost and leave the heart risk behind. Text Dustin at 636-393-8745 or visit rockin'thatidlife.com and throw those gas station energy drinks in the garbage. That's 636-393-8745 and rockin'thatidlife.com and tell Dustin that let's go blues radio sent you so again we just heard from and as you uh see as we come back from commercial that uh kurt price has disappeared but that's okay because that's gonna allow dustin to finally get some words in as uh kurt is uh he's he's the only one that talks on this show really right bill uh he's the only one <laughs> I, there, there are times on the show that i forget what you sound like well, same here with you. Uh, so, uh, no, as as we uh, come back from break, we do want to talk with our friend Dustin here about uh, ID Life and, and everything that they provide. So real quick, first of all, Dustin, I just want to ask you, um, how did you get involved with ID Life and uh, what made you decide to start rocking that ID Life dot com? Well, back in 2018, um, you know, my physician was on me about losing some weight as I gained 20 pounds since I started seeing him. So um, as I started to work on my my health and wellness, um, it came a, a big passion of mine. And I was introduced to ID Life in July of 2019. And just learning about the science behind their products and what they specialize in, um, it was a no-brainer for me. Um, being able to get my DNA tested to learn how my body responds to 
um, carbs, fats, caffeine, and even like what type of exercise works best for my body. Like what I learned from that, um, you know, it was going to save me a lot of time in the gym because prior to this, um, I was going to the gym six days a week. Um, three of those days, I would lift heavy weights and low reps, right? And then the other three, I would lift um, lighter weights and more reps. But what I learned from is my body is built for endurance. And to get the best results, I only need to lift light weights and heavy reps. And on my off days, I need to um, ride a bike or go for a run to work on you know my endurance because that's the kind of athlete I am. So that was some things that really opened my eyes um, to what ID Life can do for me and for any for anyone really. Um, my wife also took the DNA test and she learned like her body can only handle 200 milligrams of caffeine because she um, metabolizes it really slowly. Um, so that was a real game changer for her because she would drink coffee like no one's business. So she <laughs> yep. um, had a lot of uh, changing to do. And um, with the DNA test, I was able to learn how my body responds to certain vitamins, right? And we have a free health assessment that you can take, and it has to do with um, your diet, your day daily diet, the work environment, your, where you live, um, the season that we're in, um, your family's health history, what medications you're on. Um, you know, people take medications, right, because they have um, some illnesses that so they're trying to fix that, right? But what they don't know is the medication can also have a negative effect on your body. And what this assessment will do is tell you what vitamins you can take to help um, with those negative issues you could have with those medications you're taking and everything you'll learn from your free health assessment is each vitamin that is selected for you there is a y button on there and if you click that y button it's gonna tell you why this vitamin was suggested for you and there's all the scientific data to uh, support that and the best thing, too, is you can prioritize what is best for you to make it fit into your budget. Um, that's, that's awesome. Um, so for you, uh, how has your life changed? And obviously, you're, you know, obviously you've got into the market of actually selling it, but just taking it because, you know, I, I hate to bring up the, the Hans Wyman. You're not only a, a, the president, you're also a client. Right. So, so right. what's the, um, you know, what's the benefit been like for you? You know, the benefit, you know, like you said, I have 20 kids, right? So I need all <laughs> the energy <laughs> I can get to keep up with them. Right. Um, you know, I have, um, I wake up early and have long days, right. Just with work. Um, my, wife and my family just trying to keep up with them it's been very beneficial for me and i want you know to have longevity i want to be able to be around for the a long time to be able to see my kids grow up and grandkids and all of that right i want to be able to physically be able to keep up right um i'll just say and i'm, I'm not just uh, stroking your 
ego here. Um, but uh, I've known you, what, for probably 15, 16 years now at this point. I met you. I actually met you through playing hockey. Um, mm-hmm. So I think this is the best I've ever seen you look. Like, you are in the best shape of your life. Would Would you agree with that? I would, and I, I appreciate that. And, you know, I've had a long breaks of playing hockey, right? And the last time we played the Ponder Cup, like I went months without playing hockey and I was a little nervous of how I was going to hang because, you know, playing and not playing, it's a huge difference. But I was able, I was surprised of how well I was able to hang in for those five games. Yeah, no, I, I... And our team even lost a player too, right? So we even had to um, That's play right. more. Yeah, you had a, what was it, about the second or third game out of a six or seven game tournament, you guys lost a skater. Uh, he took a shot to the ankle, I think. Actually, Greg Hotard, I think, was hit him hit him with yeah, a slap shot. Hotard. Yeah, it's yeah. always Hotard. Um, and yeah, so you guys had to skate the rest of the tournament with seven guys. And you're saying you, you walked out of there still feeling like you could. Let's play like this. You weren't taken out on a stretcher. You walked out of right. the rink. <laughs> right and i woke up the next day and was uh i was still feeling you know well and not falling to the ground yeah right <laughs> so uh again dustin uh he's gonna be with us uh for at least the the next segment but uh, hopefully for the whole night uh dustin at rockinthatidlife.com and uh i want to quiz kurt to see if he has the number memorized but i don't know if he does so i don't want to do that to him <laughs> Dustin, what is the uh, what is uh, the number that they can text to get more information from you? I believe that number is 636-393-8745. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Perfect. And I tell you what, if anybody texts me from today to the end of Saturday, I'll be able to give them a 30% off. Anything Holy wow. cow. Their whole order? Yep. Okay. So is that, uh, is that if you... midnight Saturday? Yes. All right, so well, you know uh, what? I might be around sleep around ten, so you might. Wanna... <laughs> okay, get that in before ten on, on a Saturday. Yeah, so yeah. if you're listening live, text him right now. Hell, why not? Uh, but if you're listening to the podcast or if you're watching the video later, hopefully you're watching this before Saturday at well, we'll say midnight, but try to get it in before ten o'clock. Send Dustin a text, and you get thirty percent off your order. That's a pretty nice deal. So I I'll tell you what, can I, I text you? Next... Am I eligible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anybody is. Um, Ooh, yeah. If I wake up hey, the this next is morning, the deal I've been waiting for. Me, <laughs> right. yeah, if you um, do text me and I don't respond, I'll make sure to um, I'll give you that coupon if I fell asleep early. Okay, cool. Um, again, what is what is that number? One more time, Dustin. Six three six three nine three eight seven four five, and you can also go to rockinidlife.com and take your free health assessment and I can reach out to you that way find out how you learned about me and if it's through let's go blues radio I'll give you back coupon as well awesome. rockinthatidlife.com yep no g rockin'. Ro- it's not rocky rockin rockin no that, that it's rockin cuz you're rocking that id life if you're rocking that id life you're not actually rocking the id life that's the way i no, see it no no no. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. 
Um, all right. Awesome. And again, we're going to have Dustin here for a little bit and we're going to talk some men's league hockey in a little bit, which I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We'll see. Uh, but I'm glad Dustin's here to join us for that. I've played with him. I've played against him. Kurt, you've played with him and against him. Bill, I think you did at least once. So a uh, lot of, a lot of banter that I'm sure that'll be had here. And again, if you're watching live, uh, in the YouTube and Facebook chats, if you've got stories of your own, we want to hear them. So go ahead and send them your, our way and we'll read them on air. Sorry, hey, I've got hey, some, I, I got some burps coming as I'm trying to well, host the show. I, I have, if you want to see the pocket schedule, I have it. Where is it? Well, look at that. Blues Power. Yeah, you're right. How about 87, that? 88 schedule, Blues Power, St. Louis. You're going to love your new blues. Um, and it, farther down in the article, it says the theme of the marketing campaign is Blues Power, St. Louis. You're going to love your new blues. So, and the, he shoots, he scores billboards might have been just, you know, part of that, but, but the theme was blues. Power. Well, you need to write a strongly worded tweet to I might. blues history. I yeah. might. I mean, you yeah. can't, you can't be, uh, <laughs> it's time for a letter writing campaign for the there, blues history. There is way too much misinformation on the internet right now. So, uh, we gotta, you know, <laughs> clean this stuff up one, one little thing at a time. Well, speaking of misinformation, our one news item to get to is uh, Enterprise Center is hosting a uh, COVID-19 vaccination clinic on Saturday. Of course, I say that in jest. Um, they, yes, they are hosting a COVID-19 vaccination clinic this coming Saturday. Uh, so individuals who get vaccinated can register and they'll get two tickets to a Blues preseason game. Uh, the City of St. Louis Department of Health will be administering the vaccine Again, that is Saturday, August 21st from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the Arena Concourse. And if you are on the fence on whether you should get a vaccine, uh, please spend the next, what, uh, at this point, if you're hearing this, two, three days, whatever, and do real research. Uh, please read reputable sites and people who know what they're talking about and Get yourself down to Enterprise Center because, at the very least, you're getting preseason tickets for free. Why not? It's hockey. It's been a long summer. You want to watch hockey, right? So all you got to do is just get a shot twice in a month, and you get to watch the preseason hockey for free. So I'm all for it. Great job by the Blues and Enterprise to uh, to to offer this to Blues fans. And I mean, the Blues haven't come out and said anything about this yet, but there are teams that are. A couple teams have said that that uh, to see a game in their building this season, you will have to show proof of vaccination. So I don't know if the Blues are going to do that or not. Um, but uh, if they do, and you do want to go see games this season, your only alternative is to be vaccinated. So, I mean, this is a great opportunity to uh, kill two birds with one stone. You get vaccinated, and plus you'll be able to go to Blues games this season. If do you they do. Think, do you think they'll do that? If I was a betting man, I would say no, but yeah, just because of the, uh, you know, area. Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, it's just the way that the state goes usually, but, uh, you know, Winnipeg did it and uh, another team come out and, uh, did it with the, uh, who was it today? I read it today. So uh, the combination, the hockey team and the basketball team for the city, they share the arena. They said the same thing. Uh, got to have a proof of vaccination. So, um, you know, the, the, the league is coming out and they're saying, you know, they're really pushing players. They really want 
players, all the players to be vaccinated. I think it's like 85% of players are vaccinated right now, something like that. Um, and there's talk of if they uh, miss time due to being infected with COVID and they're not vaccinated, they're going to withhold salary and stuff like that. So, I mean, so th- that might push more players to get vaccinated. So there's a huge push to just get just get people vaccinated that yep. aren't already. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Didn't they say if they're not vaccinated, they can't travel with the team? That's I know been that a rumor. If, if you're not yeah. vaccinated, uh, you have when you travel to Canada, there's a two week period. You got to wait. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the way it is. Uh, unless there's some kind of a uh, exemption they get for the NHL players. But uh, there's that hiccup too, if that happens. So it's just, it's just better all around for so many reasons, just to be vaccinated in my opinion, just yep. you know, get it done. And the fact that science tells us that that's what we should do. Um, People much I, smarter than us. Uh, yeah, much, much smarter much than smarter. me. Yeah. And then people who are maybe at my level and lower are telling me, no, don't get vaccinated. That tells me, eh, I should probably listen to the smart people. Well, you know, the, 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 it's, it, I would imagine that there's a lot of overlap between uh, the people that were complaining about uh, not being able to understand uh, new math with their kids in grade school. Uh, also the same <laughs> I people can't that understand new math. Also, also those are the, a lot of the same people that are, have, uh, are, you know, experts in the, <laughs> the vaccine and, hey, and whatnot don't put to me, tell people. Don't, don't put, don't put, don't, don't no, judge me. Don't you judge I'm, me. Cause I don't I'm understand just saying, new math. I'm just saying, okay. The Venn diagram is not a circle. Okay. There is a slight part of the way that's, but it's, it's, it's more of an overlap than the MasterCard logo, <laughs> but it's not a complete circle. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a, there's a lot of the same i think it's just mentality so uh so, I, i'm not trying to i'm not trying to rip on anyone i'm just trying to i think that's a fact actually but well <clears throat> all you speak in is facts kurt that's what i've come to find in 10 years of doing a show with you i will say that i have no evidence to back that up whatsoever <laughs> so that's just me I, that could be wrong you know i could that could be misinformation so take that at face value please <laughs> And Jason Miller brings up a good point in the YouTube chat, you know, that some would say a vaccination requirement could keep some fans away, but I think there would be just as many fans will show up because they're more comfortable being in a vaccinated environment. I would. I know Julie is not going to go to a game unless they require everybody to be vaccinated. Um, I know we've got, we have tickets to the Jason Isbell show at the end of November. Um, and, you know, he is one of the few artists that has come out and, you know, he is the one pushing you have to have a, a vaccine ID uh, to, to get into a show. So we're definitely in that camp, you know, that that if, if it's required, we'll be there because we'll be more comfortable. Of course, the flip side to that is, you know, all the stories that are now coming out about people selling fake vaccine passports. Yes, you can get fined. Is it five grand or more for that? It's a substantial uh, penalty for that. Yeah, you can well, I think get... you should go to jail personally. Yeah, you, I, it might be the case. And, and yeah. I, I think you know, a lot of the, the a big argument from folks who you know are against the the mandated uh, requirement for uh, proof of vaccination to get in these events is that well they say that you know, the people that are vaccinated can get the the virus and they can still spread it, um, but. Here's, I mean, from everything I've read, the uh, if you are vaccinated and if you do get 
the virus, the amount of virus that you shed and that, that is catchable is a, is, a, is a watered down, far less version of the virus. So someone else could catch it, but it's not, I mean, it, it's not going to be as severe. It's not, I mean, if they're vaccinated, then it's not going to be as severe for that reason as well. So really the, the risk for uh, people that are attending an event, if it's a va- uh, proof of vaccination only uh, event, the risks of catching something and then, and then uh, having an, uh, an issue, a serious issue is just so minuscule. I just, I mean, I, the risk it's, 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 I w- wouldn't be afraid of going if you're, if you are vaccinated and the entire place is uh, 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 full of people that are also vaccinated too. So, so uh, moving I, on to, Oh, sorry, Bill, do you have something to add? No, I, I, I mean, I was just going to say that I, I am actually in the, um, I expect to be included in the, um, the first round of third, uh, third shots. Cause, uh, one of the medicines that I take for, uh, a condition I have, uh, you know, has, it does reduce immunity. So I, you know, I, and, and I am all for that. And I think, you know, that's not, not necessarily what we were talking about, but third shots are coming and I'm definitely comforted by that idea. So, I will be in line. So what is the greatest trade in St. Louis history? Uh, This was a question posed by our friends over at the Blues Hockey Podcast. Jason and Chris uh, had posted this question, and they got a lot of love on Twitter, which, you know, good for them. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, So, guys, I mean, I I, I think I know Kurt's answer. Uh, Bill, I could probably guess yours. Dustin, I think you might agree. But we'll get to that. Uh, let's let's real quick go down some of the big ones. The Ozzie Smith trade to St. Louis. That's a big one. February 10th, 1981. Um, Gary Templeton and Sixto Lezcano was two of the big players that went back the other way. To I'm going to pull a bill and pull out Sixto Lezcano's. Uh, yeah, card. yeah. Let's see the card. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> I would love it. Oh, my God. If he actually had one, I would shit myself. Um, literally on air. Uh, I would do it. He does. Um, so he's actually looking, so that's possible. And then, of course, recent memory tells us the Braden Shen trade that in- included Dory Laterra going one way or the other way, and then Ryan O'Reilly. That trade was huge. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the Pavel Dimitra trade, which is one of the biggest steals in NHL history. Uh, November twenty seventh, nineteen ninety six, Dimitra for Olson. Um. Couple more Cardinals trades that that Kurt mentioned that we should talk about. Uh, Mark McGuire coming to St. Louis. Oh my God, he has one. Look at there that. you go. He has it. He has Six a Liz Cano card. Yep, there you go. Oh my goodness. Uh, from nineteen, it's nineteen eighty one. Wow, that's uh, whoo. That's the year he's traded. I I had the uh, I had my uh, Blues power my my schedules my team schedules in a in a sleeve in that same binder. So it was already out. So it was easy to find. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, man, now I feel like I need to pull something out next week. Where, where's Ben Hockman when you need him for the, yeah, no kind of... kidding. Jeez. Oh, Kurt, <laughs> you're joined by a guest there. I see. Yeah. My, uh, great Pyrenees is one something, which he's, he's not going to get right boy. now, whatever it is. He's a, <laughs> he's he's a, a good, good boy. Dexter is a good boy. He, he has water and he has food and he was already outside. So he's good to go. He wants to touch him. <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, real quick, couple big ones, you know, Mark McGuire trade, which, uh, you know, included three players that TJ Matthews was good, but Eric Ludwig and, and Blake Stein, Jim Edmonds for Kent Bottenfield and Adam Kennedy, that was uh, the Lou Brock trade comes to mind. The Adam Wainwright trade, uh, Willie McGee trade, Scott Rowland trade. There's been some great ones. The Rams acquiring Marshall Falk from the Colts for a second and a fifth round pick, which was ridiculous at the time. And it's ridiculous now that that was a thing. Um, but, it, and I'll let you guys voice your opinion. You know what? Yeah. So for me, it's the Brett Hall trade. Uh, there's no question in my mind that put hockey or St. Louis on the hockey map. Uh, and it was, it, it altered the course of the franchise uh, in my opinion, but I'll let you guys speak to it now. Uh I, I, when the time this question was proposed, I was actually shocked at the number of the various responses because I guess in my mind, when when I guess it's, it all depends on how you define greatest trade, right? So I mean, there's all different kinds of variables of what's important to you, but uh, to me, uh, most important, the greatest trade in Blues history m- means getting the most and while giving up the least, uh, and so. And I think uh, that would be uh, – and, and other variables too here with the O'Reilly trade. It's close. I mean, it's, it's got to be one of two, right, to me. For me and for with my criteria is either acquiring O'Reilly or acquiring Hall. Uh, and uh, I think I, I'll go with O'Reilly just because, uh, one, uh, the, that very season that we acquired him, uh, he was the cup final MVP for our first Stanley Cup. Uh, we also unloaded two contracts that were Albatross contracts. Terrible. We we would not, I mean, so it would have been impossible, almost impossible to win a cup with those two guys on the roster at the salaries they had. Um, not only did we get a fantastic player, but we gave up two guys that were standing in the way of this team getting where it needed to be to win a cup. So, uh, and then I, we gave up and let me, Tate let me Thompson real quick. and two picks. So just just because he's just because he's on the show, I learned about the O'Reilly trade from Dustin Paul. He was the one that texted me, and he even said, I he called. Goes, "Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Well, you texted me first, and then you called yeah. me, and you were like, did they really just trade Saboka and Berglund for Ryan fucking O'Reilly?'" And I was like, "Did they?" Because I was not paying attention, and then I looked at my phone, and it was blowing up with tweets and. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, no way!" So yeah, that that was yeah. one of the most mind blowing trades I've ever seen. The the Brett Hall one is, I mean, one of the greatest players of all time, right? <laughs> uh, you could argue him and Ovechkin, two of the best pure goal scorers in NHL history. Uh so I mean, yeah, that's uh, giving up Ramage and Wamsley. We gave up, you know. Uh, not a lot, but I mean, they won a cup with Ramage and Wombs on the, on the, on the roster. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, that was, that was a fantastic trade, uh, amazing trade. Um, but again, Calgary did benefit from that trade, uh, in the short term. So that, that, that kind of, to me, knocks it down a notch as far as greatest trade with my criteria, as far as giving, getting the most while giving up the least. So Bill? what about you, Bill? Yeah, um, I'm definitely be, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to give the I'm with you fellers thing, but how can you top the whole trade? 
and the O'Reilly trade. Um, you know, I, I think the uh, probably the the Mount Rushmore of Blues trades at least would be Hull, oh. O'Reilly, and then yeah. Shen, and then Oates, Eric Brewer, right? Oates, Oates is great because Federico was last year and then retired. You know, they they got nothing out of that trade, and we got yeah. We should have had a lot more, but we had an amazing chemistry with Hull. That was fantastic. Right. And, and the Demetri trade. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that is probably the 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 most underappreciated trade in team yes. history. Yes. But it, as far as impact goes, Hull and O'Reilly. Like, there, there's nothing nothing that, you know, compares to that. Um, and, you know, we're obviously we're a hockey podcast and we're going to be, you know, very much uh, uh, hockey biased, but I'm trying to think, you know, in terms of the other teams, yeah, the, the you know, the uh, Ozzy Smith trade, you know, that, that's yeah. absolutely huge. Uh, yeah. Mark McGuire was huge, but stained at, at the end right. of the day. Um, and then, you know, I, I think a lot of us are still, well, I've, I'm done with the NFL forever, but uh, you know the the Marshall Falk deal was great for the Rams, uh, but I don't think any of those really, you know, maybe the Aussie trade uh, because he was a generational talent, and you know he's still the guy that you think of for for the '80s Cardinals, right? It's, and it's Wendy Herzog and Aussie Smith's team. And for for baseball too, I mean, you think of the Mark McGuire trade. Yeah, like you said, it's stained, but at the same time. Him and Sammy Sosa saved baseball. Baseball yeah, was did. a dying star. They absolutely did. And without that home run race in '98, uh, I just, I think they they're still relevant, you know. But I think NFL overtakes them by far, and I think even the NBA stands a chance of overtaking them without a season like that. So, in terms of baseball, that is a massive trade to watch because they're in the same division. But and I got to go with the Marshall Falk trade too. That's I, in Mount Rushmore of St. Louis trades, I put that up there because they don't win a Super Bowl without Marshall Falk. They don't go to a second Super Bowl without Marshall Falk. But for me, it's it's the Brett Hall trade. Uh, Dustin, let's hear from you. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you guys just said. You know, Hall kept the blues here, right? And we don't win the cup without O'Reilly. So I think personally, like my favorite trade is the Demetri trade. Uh, when Demetri came in here, it just seemed like he was scoring goals left and right against the Red Wings, and that just made me fall in love with him right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to love it. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, uh, the story that was told in the 100 Things Blues Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die about Bob Plager finding him uh, in the AHL for Ottawa's uh, AHL team, and for him to call Mike Keenan and say, you got to go get this guy, you know? And he's like, Mike Keenan's like, why would I go get him? He's an AHL player. And he's like, this guy is great. He's only kept down because Ottawa's got so much offensive talent. Trade them any defenseman and they'll take it. And he said, okay, yeah, Christian Olsen's pretty shitty. Let's move him. <laughs> and, I mean, the fact that he turned into the player he was, whoo, what a steal. A lot of people uh, put the pronger trade – uh, up there, and I and you know Jeff, he's your favorite player. Um, I don't but, put that up there though. I don't, I don't either. I'm I, I I I love Pronger, love Chris Pronger, but uh, I even said on Twitter, I was like, 
the trade was almost almost a push. I mean, really. I mean, Shanahan was is a Hall of Famer, six hundred and what forty some odd goals, whatever it is. Uh, and uh, 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 Pronger is a Hall of Famer, one of the best defensemen you know of our era. Uh, so I, I, I just uh, it's a it it seems like a we gave up a ton to get a ton. So I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a blockbuster trade. But uh, I think as far as a you know a greatest trade, I mean. Again, my criteria. I'm kind of I'm basing it on what I feel is, you know, uh, giving getting the most while giving it the least. Well, uh, let's, which, let's think, face it too. Brendan Shanahan went on and won what three Stanley Cups after he left yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah, with Detroit. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So the uh, the Edmonds the Edmonds trade. I would I would put the Jim Edmonds trade for the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, probably as far as Cardinals go i mean mark mcguire yeah did a lot for baseball and 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 him and sosa say baseball they say but uh but Edmonds was a better player for us and we oh, gave yeah. up next to nothing what's well, because ken we bottenfield up, had that career year he had a career year with us and, and they sold high yeah did nothing yeah. after that and then adam kennedy was the utility guy uh, a decent infielder, but that was it. So, and Edmonds was a MVP caliber guy for a number of years for us, and we don't win the World uh, World Series on him. So, I mean, it's nope. That was that was big. Him, the three headed monster, him rolling in the pool holes. Yeah, that uh, you know, yesterday I think was the uh, David Freeze night, and uh, Freeze said, you know, when he hit that home run. Um, you know, to in the uh, the league championship series, he was thinking the same. You know, thinking of Jimmy Edmonds when he did the same thing against Houston back in the days. As he's running the bases, he's thinking of Jimmy Edmonds, and you you cannot cannot uh, discount what a talent Jimmy Edmonds was uh, coming to this team and sticking with this team to this day. That's awesome. So, uh, guys, we've got uh, we've got something pretty exciting coming up here, um, and uh, I think we're all going to enjoy it. So let's uh, let's get into it. So for those of you watching the video, uh, that last shot there, by the way, was me running into my own teammate, uh, Joe Wolf, <laughs> if he's listening. Uh, yeah, we were coming in on the same guy. I'm yelling, I got him, I got him, I got him. He didn't hear me, and we just plowed right into each other. Guy gets a breakaway, comes in and scores the game-winning goal. So the fact that we have that on video makes that a great moment. Uh, so this is our Men's League Minute. Uh, very open discussion here, guys. We're pretty much just going to sit back and talk about playing men's league in St. Louis, beer league hockey. Uh, first of all, Dustin, uh, beer league hockey player as well, has joined us. Um, guys, let's let's start it off with um, just give me a cra- one of the crazier stories that maybe you've never told on the show before. What do you got? Let's, let's go with Bill. Bill, I want to ask you because, Bill, I, every story I get from you, is usually when you're skating out. Uh, do you have any crazy stories from when you played goal? 
Mm, not really. <laughs> it's, um, it's, I, I, I've got, I mean, I've got, aside from the, uh, uh, Bill's yelling at everyone. <laughs> it's, uh, breaking sticks over the crossbar, uh, yelling at teammates for this and that. And, uh, yeah, though it was, it was always, uh, <laughs> we're on the bench like, man, Bill's pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna, uh, thanks for picking me up there, Kurt, cause I was going to rely on you to tell some some of the uh, Bills lost his shit stories. Um, <laughs> well, they're, they're all so I'd similar. Say, they all kind of blend together. <laughs> yeah. I would say, um, you know, just thinking about in terms of like craziest personal games that, uh, that I've played. Um, there was, you know, a, a playoff game that we went to uh, triple overtime. And I, I had been, I hadn't played goal. I hate playing goal in roller hockey, but for whatever reason, I think Keith, uh, Keith had to go back to Carbondale or uh, to, to Eastern Illinois. Eastern. Um, yeah. Couldn't be there. And uh, so I got, uh, I had to come in and play goal on an emergency basis. And we were playing against our, uh, our, our tribal, um, the, our nemesis. And uh, the other goalie was Patrick Roy. <clears throat> so oh, the G-Men, uh, the gallery of G-Men. Yeah, 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 literally yeah. a guy was, named Patrick yeah. Roy. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Literally a guy named Patrick Roy. And, um, you know, I, I like I said, I, I hated playing roller hockey goal. Uh, hadn't played it in a long time. Um, and we, we we really didn't, you know, it's, especially not having Keith back there, didn't expect a lot in that game. And uh, I remember they had this one guy, a great guy, uh, Matt Gulich. Yellow, yellow who, helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow helmet. Yellow helmet. God, he, yellow he helmet. was, <laughs> yeah, a la Jeff Ponder. Yes. Um, he, <laughs> he, he was insanely talented and lit up every goalie in that league. And that night I had his number and he had probably seven or eight glorious chances from right in the slot. And I don't think he got one by me. And, uh, that, we, that we, was the game I was suspended for. Yeah. The, the playoff yeah. game. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we were, all right, we Kurt, were so why were you suspended? Uh, I got, okay. This is, and well, to, to, I, I will tell that story, but I think uh, this game uh, it went to a shootout, uh, and it went yeah, uh, it, went, it, went it went like shootout. twelve shoot. It went, it, it, nobody could score on either right. goalie, and right. it, it must no, have went, it, it went eight went nine 12, shooters. Right, and then I I I forget. I I think it was the guy was Walt that wound up with the the winner, yes. and Fucking it was because of crash. Wasn't, wasn't it tanning yeah, bed Walt? Tanning bed Walt. Is what we call them. And, wow, what a name! Uh, he uh, he, he scored because he crashed me. So, you know, I nothing I could do. He crashed. You know, came full speed into me. I made the save, and the momentum just pushed the puck over the goal line. And uh, yeah, that, that was that's my that's my best beer league men's men's beer league story as a goalie. Um, I spent too much time playing uh, men's league uh, after uh, after finishing out my uh, my 
you know, the organized hockey days uh, in Cahokia. I played several years men's league there. Um, and it the talent was just so, so completely, uh, you know, just unfair um, and unbalanced that, uh, you know, you, you'd get, you get a game against a team uh, and nobody would get a shot on goal because both teams were so bad. And then you have guys who, you know, are, they're playing their fourth game of the day because that's all they ever do. And you have scores of 25 to one, um, you know, that no, just. Don't you love the rinks that don't trauma. have the mercy roll? Yeah. And and that was, that was, that was definitely Coke. Yeah. When I, uh, when I was uh, uh, playing goal in that league and uh, yeah, there, there was one team I remember that, you know, and I still would lose my shit, even though we would lose, you know, by 20 plus goals because we, our guys just didn't try to play defense. They just hung out basically top of our zone. Yeah. And let, it was the NBA. Let, this come in and yeah and you know if i didn't make a save i'd still get pissed well um, bill that and, it's because that yeah. your job is to stop the puck so that's right you're not doing it that's right clearly you're doing it wrong right exactly <laughs> so and and it turns out they liked watching me lose my shit so <laughs> that was that was entertaining the, so I, I, i'll tell you that I, i'll I, admit look, i've i've had goalies like that in the past where i've We've been losing like six one seven one, and I will just be like, you know what? This will be funny. I'm just gonna let this guy skate right in, and I'll say afterwards when I'm getting screamed at by the goalie, I'm like, just so you know, just to make you more mad, I did that on purpose, and they get even madder. No, you didn't. No, you wouldn't do that. I'm like, no, no, no. I really did because I want to see you scream at me, uh, Dustin. You know John Henry. I see that yeah. John Henry. All the time. Anytime we were losing 6-1, 7-1, you know, 5 nothing, and it was late in the game, I would seriously, like, just put one hand on my stick and just skate around like this. And then I'd get a pass, and I would purposely lose it and have a guy come in on a breakaway and score on him. And he would just, top of his lungs, just, Ponder, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was just like. You sound just like, like him. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's literally how he would get. And and so I would just be like, oh, sorry, man. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, I'm not good at hockey. <laughs> so so circling back to uh, uh, me being suspended for that game, uh, that the playoff game, uh, I was suspended because uh, I was suspended for, let's see, they suspended me for, was it three games, I think, or two games, and then they reduced it to one after I complained and bitched about it. But what happened? what, what happened was, um, you complained and bitched about something in Betsy's you? office. I did. I did. That's because it, it, well, if you, and I will tell you the God's honest truth, this is exactly what happened. In this, uh, and I, you'd be pissed too. So playing. Okay. I'm in, I'm in the slot, uh, uh kind of going towards the net defenseman, uh, just two hands me right above the cuff of the glove, uh, right above the cuff and just below the elbow pad. Right. So it, it got bone. Uh, and, it, he, it was a it was a two handed slash right and it it I dropped my glove grabbed my arm it felt like it was broke and I kind of screamed for a second and I turned around and I saw him head to the corner where the puck was and I just went after him uh and right when right before I got to him I didn't know what I was gonna do I beat the shit out of him I don't know but 
right before I got to him, he speared me. Okay. He just speared me right in the gut with his stick and I went down in the corner and then the guys came over and everything and, and uh, nothing else happened because uh, uh, everyone was there and separating people. But uh, I got suspended because of what I was going to do. I was going after the guy and I got suspended. To, I forgot it was two or three games uh, for that. And I was pissed off. I'm like, I didn't do a goddamn thing. Uh, I was going to beat the snot out of him, but I didn't because he speared me first. <laughs> So he got, I don't, I don't even know if he got, I assume he got something. And this is, and this, this was at Oak Hill, Bill, where they used to record games and it was on tape. The, the whole thing was, so they could look at it. And, uh, I, they, I still got a game and that was that game, uh, huh. I was suspended for it. And it sucks because, uh, I, I, I locked myself in a shootout and, uh, that's what that game came down to. And I wasn't able to participate. You have no idea how frustrating it was for me to be on the bench, just, you know, oh, I guess I... coaching, you know, coaching in a way, uh, and, uh, you know, sending guys out for the, for the shootout. And I'm like, motherfucker. Every time I'm like, God, motherfucker, I could, I could, I could, I, I could score. I could, I could score here. It just pissed me feeling, off so bad. Man. I lost and it did. And watching it go so deep, eight, nine guys, 10 guys deep in the shootout. Yep. And no one's scoring. I'm like, Oh my God, this is eating me alive. Yep. Same thing, same thing with me, except, uh, well, opposite situation. I'm not a scorer. I'm a defenseman. And back in my heyday, I was pretty much a very good defensive defenseman. People who watch me play now would probably disagree. But back in my day, I was a very good defensive defenseman. And there was a game where I was suspended, and we ended up having a four-on-two in roller hockey. And it was so frustrating to sit and watch the misposition of the two players on our team that was out. And I'm just sitting there going, no, 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 no. Cover the slot, cover the slot. Like stay in the middle, stay in the middle. No, don't chase, don't chase. And I'm, I'm like screaming from the bench and they're not, they're clearly not listening. And I'm probably just yelling jargon that just makes no sense because I'm speaking a million miles a minute, but, Oh, I know a feeling, man. We were, I think it was like a three, one game and we had a four on two kill and, we had two offensive guys out there, which made no sense. Um, and they were just they were just both chasing the puck carrier. And it was like leaving guys wide open in the slot, leaving guys open down below the goal. And I mean, they I think they ended up scoring two goals and tied it. And uh, I don't remember what happened. I want to say we lost, but it was so frustrating because I was suspended. I couldn't I couldn't play. And I was just like, this is a situation where I trust myself in there and I would assert myself because I was the captain of the team. I would have been like, I'm playing this whole two minutes, guys. I got this. And I couldn't do anything. I just, I just sat there and watched and it was miserable. So I know exactly how you feel. We've been in situations before, I guess all of us have where you show up to a men's league game with just enough to play. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then you have to play basically the entire game. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, in the summertime too, oh Dustin. You, yeah, Dustin. I know you've been yeah, there too. It's like, oh my god! I, you know, when I played, if I missed a game, it was because someone died or or <laughs> something serious. You know, it was I didn't miss games, and uh, man, it just blew my mind that half the team isn't here. What the hell's going on? How's that possible? It still blows my mind today, and I'm 36, playing with a bunch of 30. Shit, some of the guys I play with on my ice team are are in their 60s. And I still am like, why is he not here? What's he doing? 
And I'm like, oh yeah, we all have lives. I I kind of forget about that sometimes. Uh, Dustin, what's that? Didn't you just miss a game? I did. I did. <laughs> you know about it, huh? It wasn't a game. It was I saw uh, some chatter. Yeah, so we uh, we set up a pickup on Sunday. Uh, actually, I I personally set up a, a, some pickup hockey on Sunday, and um, after I set it up, my wife was like, "Hey, I'm going to Columbia to see my family." Uh, you're on kid duty. And I'm like, okay, well, when do you think you'll be home? And she's like, about eight o'clock. And I was like, okay, no problem. You know, I got to play at nine. So that's not a problem. Yeah. She didn't get home until 1045. So I had to like text one of the guys, one of our friends, uh, Dan, Dustin, I had to text him and be like, yeah, I know I set this up. I'm a real dickhead. I'm going to Venmo you 15 bucks. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to make it. So yeah, I've, I've been catching a lot of shit for that the last couple of days. Which hey, I would be shelling it out if it were anyone else. So I definitely deserve it. So, so <laughs> Bill, Bill gave Bill gave his uh, I guess what you what was it would you, would you call it Jeff most memorable or uh, a moment in uh, yeah or... I mean you know any kind of crazy okay. moment that's happened to you. Okay, um, I I mean you want to. I'll, I'll go next with that if you yeah, want go to. Ahead. Uh, right. Well, we haven't heard from Dustin. Why don't we hear Dustin's right. story Let Dustin first. go, yeah. Most memorable or, right. or unusual or whatever. Just some crazy story you have from Men's League. Well, I have quite a few crazy stories. Most of them involve fights. But I'm going to go with <laughs> probably the most memorable uh, goal that, I, that I've that i scored. Um, it'll probably be a short story, and then I can maybe tell you a fight story if you want to hear that. Um <laughs> So I, you, we I think the, one of the last times you played with me, you got in a fight. Is that the one you're going to tell? No, not that one. <laughs> um. Which, by the way, Dustin is like the most mild-mannered man. Like, he's a very, very good person. And I'm not just saying that because he's on the show. Like, I get along with him. He's a great dude. He's friends with everyone. He's one of those guys. So when he gets pissed and he wants to kill someone, that's when it's like, oh, shit. This is serious. And yeah, that, that happened about, what, about a year ago, right? And uh, it was just like, holy shit, Dustin's pissed. He's going to kill this guy. All right, so I'll go ahead and I'll tell that story. Um, so this, <laughs> that guy is, what, like two and a half sizes bigger than me? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we were both standing in front of his goal, and the play started going down to our end, right? And... I like spaced out for a second and I was just standing there and that guy just like leveled me. So I was laying on the ground and I just decided to kind of like lay there in a pose for a minute. Right. And to the point, like even our goalie started laughing cause I was laying there. <laughs> so I decided to get up, I'm going to skate into the play. And then, you know, that guy just starts mouthing at me the whole time. And he's like, let's stay in front of my net. I go, I'm coming back to your net. <laughs> just so you know so play comes back into their zone right so of course i'm gonna go right into the net because that's where i go and of course like he is just beat the crap out of me like knocking me around um i think he took like three penalties that game just going after me and it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so he um when we got in front of the goal like he knocked me down he got a penalty for that right so I almost scored on the power play too, and that would have been just beautiful because I would have rubbed it in his face. But 
the goal is sacred. Anyway, <laughs> so he comes out. I'm on the bench. Guy, um, one of our teammates, right, comes off. So I'm going back on, and he has the puck. So I'm like, all right, I'm going for this puck. And he has his back to me, and I'm going to try to come around and poke check the puck away from him. But he just, like, spins around and puts his shoulder, like, right into me, and I have no chance. And I'm, like, down on the ground. And he, of course, gets another penalty. Um, we had power play, and we, we scored a goal, I believe, that time. Unfortunately, it wasn't me. And then um, <clears throat> the next time, like, we're both out there, and I think you, Jeff, didn't you, like, come across the net, and we're, like, shoving each other, and my stick hit you in the face? Yeah, yep. That's exactly but, um, what happened. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got pissed. Um, I, I jumped up, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill this fucker. And then I hear Dustin go, sorry, man, that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, I don't know, he had a bone to pick with for me. He just didn't like me standing in front of this net for whatever reason. And um, pretty much wanted to pound me into the ground. But, you know, we won that game, which was rare. So that was nice. And he had three <laughs> penalties and. I made it out alive. Yeah. And, no, you, uh, you got in his face, good. though. You got right yeah. in his face. I mean, Dustin, what are you? You're five, about five, eight? Uh, like five, five. Five, that five? This, this guy yeah. was bigger. This guy was bigger than me. I'm, I'm five, 11 and a half. Uh, he was at least six foot, six, one. And yeah, Dustin's like, literally like having to do this, like looking up to talk to him. And he's right in his face. He's, He's like got his hand on his chest, like pushing on him, and I'm like, "Damn, Dustin's gonna fucking kill this guy!" Like, damn. <laughs> like, I'll admit I had it coming, standing in front of the, uh, in front of his goal, and the play was like on the other end because I spaced out like a space cadet. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like everything after that, you know, that was on him, and it it was quite infuriating. Um, Let's hear about your best goal. Let's hear that one. All right, best goal. We were on the uh, power play, and it was a, a playoff game. Um, I'm standing in front of the goal, and our buddy Andy Twillman has the puck at the point, and he takes the slap shot. <clears throat> and I was able to tip it. And as I tip the puck, I'm spinning with it, and I see it floating in the air, and a defenseman cross-checks me in the back. So I start going flying, but as I'm flying through the air, I bat the puck out of the air into the goal. And that will go down as the best goal I've ever scored in my life. And we'll never be able to duplicate. All right, Kurt, what do you got? Uh, okay. So, uh, I guess uh, my probably the most memorable game I ever played in was, uh, and I think I've told this story on the show before, um, was the, when I played for, uh, in college, I played for uh, Carbondale and we played uh, in a tournament at U of I. And Purdue was there, and we played Purdue. And they, uh, the team at SIU had never beaten Purdue in the short time that, you know, we've been playing. And uh, so we played them in this tournament, and we uh, went to – I scored – I had a hat trick in this game, and it went to a uh, – it went to overtime. It was tied at the end of regulation. But the thing is, is that they – this was this – was, uh, uh, 
before the knockout round, so they had other games scheduled to play. So uh, after the third period was over, uh, they started the next game. So we didn't get to actually do the shootout until like an hour and 15 minutes later or whatever it was. So we had to sit and wait before we did the shootout, which was really unusual. And they had a little side rink uh, where you could just kind of skate around and kind of just, you know, uh, practice. And so I'm in there deciding, and I'm, I'm told uh, out of the three shooters, I'm going second. So I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm just out there. What the hell am I going to do? You ever like have to sit for over an hour deciding what move you're going to do in a shootout? Um, came in, did the, uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to come in. It's like, it was like the biggest game that I've ever played in. And I, I'm going to go with my best move. If he beats if he, if he stops it, he stops it. Uh, came in, faked forehand, went backhand and I tucked under the bar and, uh, and I was, and our first shooter had scored and then I scored and, uh, and we ended up winning in the shootout. Uh, so that was the, that was the winning goal in the shootout in the tournament. And that, uh, First time in school history we reproduced. That was that was pretty cool. That was uh, I I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, probably most memorable. Uh, probably my best game, I guess. Uh, my my illustrious uh, men's league uh, uh, career. Yeah, I I've uh, I mean I've had big goals, big moments, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, go ahead and uh, go to the YouTube chat here and mention a story. Jason Miller's telling. Um, uh, I'm just going to tell my version of the story, Jason, but I want to go ahead and tell the listeners that this, uh, the story came up because Jason mentioned it. So basically what had happened was um, he was subbing for my team over at uh, Madison Square Garden, uh, roller hockey rink out in St. Charles. And uh, now it's Veta, Veta Sports. And um, he was, so he was subbing for our team and he's a goalie. Obviously he's the crappy goalie. And, uh, it was a team that we hated. Uh, Dustin, do you remember playing against a team called, they had a couple different team names, but the Dung Beatles was one of them. Um, they were also Take It Easy. Uh, I don't remember. There were some of, they were a bunch of cheap shot bastards. We, we hated them. We got into it sure. every time we played them. Uh, they had one big guy in their team. I remember named Ryan Wagner. Who uh, yeah, was I went just, to high school with him. You remember Ryan? You know Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. High school together. That dude was just a fucking dump truck. He used to just yeah. come through and just plow through everyone. And he, it's a big dude. So anyway, so we were we were in a game with them where we were going back and forth, and just it was really chippy, and it was a tie game late. And um, and I remember this exact game that Jason's mentioned here in the YouTube chats. So that's why I'm able to recall it so well. Um. So I was, I, this was the one time in men's league, like the one team that I played against. Everyone has that one team um, where it's just like, we're going to fight. We're just going to fight. That's just going to happen. And that's how it was. We knew that there was going to be something that happened in that game. So I was chippy. I was cross-checking. I was slashing every time the referee would turn his back. And so finally this one guy, uh, he slew foots me. Uh, right in front of the goal. Slew foots me, the referee, the play's going the other way. So I'm down on the ground. Dude literally gets on top of me and just starts throwing haymakers. Just starts fucking, luckily he's an awful shot. And he's just hitting my helmet. He's mostly hitting my helmet and my arms. He's not really hitting my face. And so, uh, so Jason, this is where Jason picks it up. 
says, this was maybe 15 feet from me. Nobody went to help him, so I left my gloves and stick at my net to go pull the guy off him. The entire time, I'm praying the other goalie wasn't going to come across the rink to go after me. Luckily, he stayed where he was. Maybe Jeff remembers more of the story than I do. Uh, yeah, I uh, I remember him because, Jay, again, we talk about Dustin being mild-mannered. Jason is like super even on the rink like against other teams like yeah he'll have his moments where he gets pissed but you guys know jason he is like super just even keel everybody have fun kind of guy and so i remember i look up because i'm thinking this guy's gonna kill me i'm just gonna die here this is how jeff ponder dies this is how the story ends and i just look up and i see jason just yanking this guy off me grabbing him by his jersey and I'm just like, I even said, I go, holy shit, Jason. And he, and he goes, and, and I, I, he's just, he's just like, Oh, I can use some help here. I can use some help here. Cause the guy just kept trying to come after me. And so luckily the referees finally caught on and came over and grabbed the guy and threw him in the box. But I mean, that's, that's the kind of shit you deal with the men's league. Sometimes. I, uh, I, I was gonna. I was gonna ask Bill, but he's he's uh, attending to his dogs. But I uh, I don't think Bill was involved in this. I think it was my brother and my cousin because they both played goal, uh, and we were. Th- and this was this was oh, God, this was high school. This was we played in a league. It was it's and I it was a uh, basically it was indoor soccer field, and we played with a ball, and you played on foot, obviously. And they put hockey goals out on the on the on the field, and they closed off the soccer goals. And we played basically street hockey on astroturf. It was like the Taj Mahal for street hockey. It was it was fantastic. It was so much fun. But uh, there was a there was a uh, we and our team was pretty good and pretty cocky, uh, arrogant. But so and we were beating this team. I don't know by seven or eight goals, something like that. And our goalie wanted to play out. And so I think it was Keith and my cousin Jeff. Oh, let's, let's switch. And they're like, let's just switch on the fly. Well, the thing is that they shared equipment. So so my, so my brother who's playing goal (laughs) takes off his equipment, leaves in the crease, runs to the bench. (laughs) My cousin jumps off, runs to the goal, puts it on. Didn't give up a goal. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that was that was, I mean, it, everyone's played hockey on foot, played street hockey, and uh, uh, you know we played a lot of a lot of a lot of roller hockey and and some ice hockey and stuff back in the day. But but it was just a neat thing. Oh, they're do, they're doing what? They're they're allowing you're playing hockey on on foot with a ball on an indoor soccer field. Well, that sounds pretty cool. And we yeah, did we did that for does. years. It was so much fun. That was a blast. And a lot of a lot of a lot of running. <laughs> I'll say I actually <laughs> a lot of running. played. And that's I played that. That's how I met Bill uh, in that league because uh, he played for a Cahokia team that played there, and uh, uh, and Jeff, my cousin, knew Bill uh, through uh, Cahokia ice hockey, and that's how I met Bill was at the at the at the, the ballpark. That's awesome. And we merged, yeah. we kind of merged teams. Yeah, we've we've talked about that uh, a few times on the show, and that yeah. that's still probably the most carefree, fun hockey I've ever played in my life. It was, um, it was it was different and it was cool. Yeah, I'll say yeah. I, I played with Jason Martin. Uh, did some floor hockey uh, at uh, one of the Salvation Armies, 
And that was where I played against Pat Maroon, actually. Uh, it was bef- way before he was a blue. Uh, he played on a team with a bunch of his high school buddies. And it was funny, his high school buddies were all fucking douchebags. They were all out there, like, trying to pull these ridiculous moves. And anytime you'd steal the puck from them, they'd hack you on the back of the leg. I mean, they were real fucking douchebags. Pat Maroon spent the whole game just walking around going, sorry, sorry about that. So, sorry, sorry, that guy's kind of a douchebag. Sorry, man. And so it was just like, you're the NHL player. You should be dominating. But he was too busy apologizing well, for his asshole teammates. Jeff, my cousin Jeff, he played, uh, I don't know what league it was or where it was, but he played, he said he played in a roller hockey league against Pat Maroon a long time ago. Um, and I want to say uh, that he said he was kind of a dick. <laughs> In that league. I've heard that. that time, I've heard that. At that time. He was kind of I imagine dip. with floor hockey, it's different because he's just out there to just get a little bit of exercise. Yeah. And it's not, it, yeah, I mean, you guys have played it. It's not the same. But yeah, I would imagine with roller and ice, he's probably a different player. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Oh, in, in yeah, floor hockey, like in a gym, there was an intramural league at Carbondale, which. Uh, I scored probably one of the more unusual goals that I've ever scored. I'm sure Bill's heard the story. I know he has. Uh, we had a team, and uh, Jeff and I went to Carbonell down there together for a while, and we were on the we were on the intramural teams, roller hockey and floor hockey and whatever. But uh, we were in a it was in a big gym floor, right? Uh, and we showed up to play, and the other team they had a goalie who was in a wheelchair. Oh wow! So, <laughs> which is, I'm like, what, what? And so you, you guys, the Milek orange pucks, right? The gym oh, pucks, yeah. the yeah. ones that you take a wrist shot and they just sail like a frisbee. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, I'm just, you know, I'm at center and I take a and to be honest, I don't want to sound cocky in this little rinky dink uh, uh thing, but you know, we're we're having a lot of fun, just like taking long shots and they're, you know, nobody else can get the puck out in the air, but whatever. So I, I, I just, I shoot from center and this thing zips waist high, a little over waist high and off the guy in the wheelchair's head and in the net. Oh man. Off the side of his face. <laughs> oh, and I, and I didn't celebrate. I was like, Oh God. <laughs> that, oops. Oh man. <laughs> And part of me, that's funny. part of me felt bad, but another part of me was mad at that team for putting that guy in the goal. I mean, yeah, right. What are you doing? You don't put it. You don't put the crippled guy in goal. What I mean, hell? I get he wants to play, and you include him. That's fantastic. But uh, man, that so so that reminds me of when I was. Uh, I think this one was roller. I think this was a roller one, uh, where there was a guy who showed up, and I guess he forgot his goalie mask. So Queenie, luckily, I think it was Queenie, uh, Midwest Sport Hockey, um, they had a one of those Milek crap like souvenir blues goalie masks. And so he used that. He comes out for warm-ups and I see him skating in that thing. And I'm I mean, I literally I'm I'm looking at the same one right now that I have as a decoration piece. And I'm like, is he wearing He's not wearing. Oh Jesus, he is wearing that. So I like. I even skated up to him, and I, I that and that's how I found out he forgot his goalie mask. Was I was like, dude, you can't wear that. Like you get hit in that, and it's gonna be awful. And he was like, he's like, I don't have a choice, man. He's like, I just got to make sure that I don't get hit in the head. 
what's the other team going to do? My whole team, we're all at the oh, bench yeah. before the game, and shoot we're high. like, all right, let's shoot high. And <laughs> shoot high. So that's that's what we did. Of course. So the, of course. Fir- the very first shot I took, and I think it was on my second shift, uh, they win the faceoff right back to me at, at the red line. And I just fucking wind up. I put everything I have into it. I one-time it off the faceoff. It sails high, hits him right dead center, right right between the eyes, uh, well, in the forehead. And the thing, you just hear just like, you know, you normally hear like a clink off the off the mask. You just hear a crack, and the dude falls down like he's dead. And, and I literally just like, and the puck like rolls into the net. And so like my team, like a couple of my, I, I think, uh, uh, I think Dustin, I think John Brunkhorst was on the rink. And so John like throws his arms up in celebration. And I'm just like, Oh no, he's dead. That guy's dead. I killed him. And like, I'm like freaking out. Like, Oh my God, I killed him. And so I like rush up really quick and, it's you know, it's skate up next to him, and I'm just like, oh my god, man, are you okay? And I look, and his eyes, like he's he's awake, he's there, and he's blinking, and he just goes, well, I guess you were right, man. And he <laughs> he takes, and there's a huge dent, like huge crack right in the middle. He takes the helmet off, and he's got a huge welt right in the middle of his head. And I'm just like, dude, I am so sorry. I swear to God, I did not do that on purpose. And he was just like, no, nah, I'm the idiot who wore a souvenir mask to play hockey. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> hey, hey, Bill, do you, do you remember at uh, the ballpark uh, playing against Ultima Sports Bar? Oh, yeah. uh, oh, the 400-pound yeah. yeah. guy? The, oh, the, God. Hit in the head? <laughs> hit I, the side of the head. And I hit him in the – right above the – it was above the right? eye. And the welt looked like he had a golf ball uh, above under his skin. And it was funny because he was he was a huge man. He was a big had to weigh I don't know three fifty or something. He was big, and he had suspenders yeah. holding his sweatpants up, you know that kind of thing. And uh, yep. he played defense. And I took a shot, went off his forehead, and he goes like this, just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just falls over. And uh, and play stops, and we look at him, and he's like, "All right, man." And it's it started to swell up big right away. Ooh. And uh, it was it was you know it was funny because that league was like the the you ever watched the early days of UFC where you get the four hundred fifty pound guy against the skinny karate guy, you know the sumo wrestler versus the jujitsu guy. Uh, that it was, it was like that cornucopia of people out there playing, uh, and that's kind of what that was. That was uh, that was interesting. I'd never seen uh, of. Uh, it was it was a hockey ball. This was the indoor soccer league, uh, uh, hockey on the soccer field, and it was I'd never seen a, a mylek ball do that much damage to a guy before. Yeah, no, crazy. I when you said when you said it was a golf ball, it, it actually it it was almost <laughs> as big as the mylek ball we were using. Yeah, it, it, was, it was it was nasty. We can say it must have hit like a some kind of blood vessel and just like <laughs> swelled up or something. Yeah, or so, you know the fact that the guy spent every other waking hour at the ultimate sports bar. <laughs> true, yeah, drink, true. Drink, yeah. Drink, it was we probably full, do it. It was it was probably full of gravy. If you poke a hole, I'd say you, you just, gravy just poke it. And gravy would just pop down his head. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, take care of that. Yeah. So, uh, that, uh, one last quick one for me about but this subject was uh, the me. I, I will be honest. This is the meanest thing I've ever done, folks. Uh, it really is. 
So my uh, I, I had a teammate uh, actually. So uh, former co-host of the show, Justin Wilson, uh, back when I, we were like twenty twenty one, um, he was dating this girl, and we found out his her dad played hockey. So we were like, "Come play for our team," and so he did. So he was, you know, in his late forties, very cool guy, and um, he uh, he ended up. Um, you know, being one of our best players, he was actually really good. Well, anyway, his son used to come to the games. He was 14 at the time. And we made a comment about how his name was Terry, his, uh, uh, the dad. And Terry had a bomb of a slap shot. And he scored like three quick goals to start the game. And we ended up winning like 5-1. And we were all in the locker room and his son Ryan comes in. And Ryan, like, we're like, Ryan, uh, pretty proud of your dad, huh? And he just goes, no, that goalie wasn't very good. And we were like, what? Dude, those were three bombs. And he's just like, no, that goalie wasn't very good. I I probably could have stopped those. So, of course, when you say that to a locker room full of guys who just played a hockey game, we're like, okay, dipshit, put the fucking pads on. Let's see what you got. He'd never played hockey his whole life. So we agreed that we were going to run out of rink and we were going to let him play goal. And, and again, we're all 20s, 30s, and 40s playing against this, this kid. So everybody's like, we're going to take it easy on him. Nobody's going to you know take heart shots on him. Before we started, I skated up to his dad. And I just go, I got to ask you. I'm like, are you going to just pluck him with a shot? And he was like, my wife would never forgive me. And I'm like, okay, so if you're not going to do it, can I do it? And he goes, absolutely. I will definitely, he's like, I will be upset if you don't. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So I'm not kidding. Like, literally, I tell everybody, I'm like, hey, let us win the face off. And then I'm just going to skate down and take a slap shot. And everybody's like, okay. And like, they literally, it was the, it was the parting of the Red Sea. Um the, 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 the face-offs went back to me. I just skate down. I skate to where, uh, to the blue line and I just blast a slap shot and it goes, it goes right put up here. It goes right at his side, like right, uh, about maybe eight inches below the nipple. And he just goes all that we hear because it hits him there. And then it just glides into the net and he just goes, And then he just keels over. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, oh, shit, Terry, I think I just killed your kid. And he just goes, ah, he fucking deserved it. And we went over there, pulled his shirt up. And, I mean, his entire right side was just swollen and red and parts were already turning purple. And it was just like, yeah, kid, that's why you don't tell a bunch of adults that you can be better at them than hockey. You guys ever uh, forget a, uh, a an important piece of equipment before uh, you know you realize you're at the rink you're like oh shit I didn't bring this ever happened to you? Yes, I'm trying to find my phone because this recently just happened to one of my teammates. I forgot my skates one time. I was going to play oh, at All American. No, yeah, I, I had taken them out the night before to do something with them, and I never put them back in the bag. And I the night before, I, I halfway there, I'm like, I don't have my skates, and I could, it was too late to go back. So, so I, I'm showing not... my buddy, he forgot his helmet, uh, two weeks ago. 
And so he had to wear a goalie mask. I was <laughs> that wouldn't uh, is that a what kind of is that a full cage or is that a oh yeah uh, that's the Chris Osgood style oh so he could he yeah. take off the cage oh okay yeah. okay okay so, yeah he had, to, he had to wear a cage I gotcha, gotcha. yeah he had, yeah, he literally combo. said he yeah. said that he couldn't see the puck at his feet which I'm like <laughs> that seems like a problem for goalies <laughs> you know that that game I forgot my skates I uh, that was the game that Michael Ullendorf Bill got the shit kicked out of him in a fight at All-American. And I'm sitting there watching from that elevated you know, area. I'm looking down. I'm like, motherfucker. If I was out there, I could have helped. But no, he just got, I mean, this guy got like four good licks on him before, I mean, anybody got there. I was like, oh my God. And it was a, it was a, it was a squared off fight too. It wasn't like a cheap shot kind of a thing. So he just got, ugh, he took like three or four good licks. I'm like, fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> Tough thing to watch. Well, uh, guys, I think we uh, probably need to take a break here and uh, hear from our friends over at Center Ice Brewery. And I'm saying this slowly because I was, I was not ready for this. Well, I was going to say that we could we didn't have time to talk about the two court cases that we were involved in with the with hockey as well. We can talk about that when we get back. Center Ice Brewery is St. Louis's only hockey-themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey-inspired beers, such as Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, the Rotating Pale Ale Series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood and the actual penalty box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game, or any game. Visit centereyesbrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in the tap room. Center Ice Brewery. Let's go Blues. Please drink responsibly. Do you want to talk about your court case? Well, I was going to say that, I was going to say, coming off the Center Ice Brewery spot, I, I, I uh, I just got, I got really excited about, uh, I mean, though it's not real close, but it's not that far either. I'll watch a blues game there just to go and watch and have a few beers and watch a game. I'm like, ah, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's kind of hit me. I'm like, Oh yeah. Hockey. The last time, the last time (laughs) the three of us went and did something like that was the, uh, uh, Colorado game. They got destroyed. It was right before they turned it around. So yeah, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've been a couple of times, uh, since then, but to watch games there a few times, yeah. actually. Yeah. But, say I, I took my wife when they were starting to turn it around and, and that was a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think the, the last time I was there was, uh, the, the Habs Leafs, uh, Kakaniemi overtime goal. Um, yeah, yeah, we were there for that. And, yeah. Yeah. The, the Leafs, there was a, a Leafs fan, uh, from, uh, uh, yep from new brunswick right she, she yeah 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 my friend that dated jake allen back in the day or something but yeah, yeah something like that Leafs fan there that was that was a great night for me but uh yeah that was fun definitely looking forward to it training camp only what two and a half three weeks away at this point it, it yeah not too far it'll be here before we know it bill bill actually missed uh both of those uh the games that led to right. <laughs> going going to court right yeah. That, I, uh, I was probably one of the one of the guys that almost never missed games for us, and missed I missed them. those two games 
or family <laughs> obligations. Like the one was like my parents' 35th wedding anniversary. So we were having a big party for them. And I don't know what the other one was, but uh, yeah, I think that the, the 35th wedding anniversary was the, uh, uh, the one um, at way to play um, that you got blindsided. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, I wish I could have seen Kirk getting blindsided. Oh, oh it was a, it was a, it was a sucker punch. I was on the bench and a guy just, it was, yeah, a, it was a skirmish on the rank and everything. And it was, I, I was, yeah, I, I looking one way on the bench down, uh, the play was stopped, you know, because of a thing. And he comes in the direction, never saw him right, right, right in my right eye. Just took me down blood everywhere. I was like, motherfucker. I'll admit, when you told me that story, I've never seen that before. I've actually never seen somebody try to sucker bunch somebody on the bench. He leaped. That's crazy. He, he, he skated hard towards the bench and just leaped. And uh, I was told. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. And after I got hit and I went down, my blood's shooting out like a faucet. I mean, it wasn't just, it wasn't just, it wasn't just like running. It was like shooting out like a faucet from, you know, being from playing, I guess. The, but blood's flowing. But, uh, and I remember. Uh, when I when I opened my eye, I couldn't see anything right away. It was like stars. I'm like, oh shit, kind of scary. And after like three seconds, it came right back. And then uh, all I could hear, because I was on on the on the floor of the bench, all I could hear was this massive brawl going on, banging against the boards from the other side. There was some shit going down uh, with that guy and our goalie. Our goalie got his helmet ripped off, and some guy hit over the head with it. Um, it was it was it was nasty. It was a it was a brawl, and uh, and the owner came ran ran down, and he's he's like, "What do I do?" I think it was Jeff told me he goes, "Call the fucking police," because <laughs> it was bad. There was there was blood everywhere. People were just it was nasty, and he did call the police, and that guy went to jail uh, that night. And it was uh, it was interesting, and their team was kicked out of the league, and and uh, we went on to win the championship that season. <laughs> Crazy. So when you night. won the, when you won the championship, did you skate around in your jockstrap? Uh, no, no, actually that was, I would, re- I re- quote retired, uh, after that season, but, uh, because I, I said, you know, guys are just taking this way too serious, you know, this is nuts. And, uh, this is, uh, guys are being fucking assholes out here. And so I'm like, I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put up with this shit. I want to play hockey. I don't want to do this nonsense. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I came back. I could, I missed it too much, but, uh, yep. after a while, yeah. so it's hard to stay away. Yeah, and and that uh, that team was that that was was that Moose or was that Snakes on a Plane? Uh, that was Moose. <laughs> you played on a Snakes was, on a Plane, huh? That was we. Yeah. That was the Metro East Moose, and we did. We were Snakes on a Plane uh, with. It's funny because the jerseys we used for Snakes on a Plane was were the uh, the Cobra logo from GI Joe, blue yeah. jerseys with the with the red Cobra, uh, but the, the, we used those jerseys for that team, but those jerseys were recycled because we used them a number of seasons prior at Oak Hill, my brother's team, uh, when he, first, when he got them made and he named the team, the fighting clitori. Wow. Because the logo that would not I mean, be accepted nowadays. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, there was the, 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 the Greg the had team. a couple of team names that would not be accepted today. Yeah. Although you know, yeah, I say yeah. that, but we play against a team called the Angry Beavers on Sundays. That's so, you know yeah. what? That's that's like the Fighting Irish, though. It's it's yeah. in the same ballpark. You can make an argument for that, but I, but the team where that had the brawl where I got knocked out was uh, can I say this on the air? <laughs> I don't even remember the, name of the team, Bill. 
the the derogatory the derogatory term for uh i guess a, a african tribe tribesmen oh a, yeah 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 a, yeah a spear a spear spear that was the name of a team spear yes. ch yeah 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 oh yeah. my yeah. god oh yeah that's like oh, yeah. that's like a racial slur from like the 1800s I know, and I, yeah, I, did, I wanted to tell you what it was while I was saying it. I, I don't want to, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. So big surprise, right? They were that kind of team. They were a bunch of assholes. Wow. And that was oh, yeah. that was this that was the same venue. I don't know if it was the same season, the same league uh, that we played against somebody that uh, like it was a high school team that got into a into like. Uh, our our league and uh one of the kids called me a dirty mexican so like oh yeah i forgot about mexican. that <laughs> what that that stuck with you for a while <laughs> you were the dirty yeah. mexican <laughs> i was i was and we we told the kids coach and he he suspended him for two games that's funny but that's yeah funny. Oh, that's right they had a coach yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i forgot about that because yeah, this is men's league you know who has coaches right not, I mean, not many, but uh, yeah, I know they did. a couple teams that do, which is yeah, I get. It. Well, and these were kids playing against older guys, so I get it. Right. But yeah. high school kids, yeah, huh? Yeah, but that. dirty Mexican. Where'd... <laughs> <laughs> Where'd uh, you get that? What's what's the okay? So what's the what's the worst name either you guys have been called? Remember anything? Uh, anything come to mind that you stick out? Um, me personally. Or the most, what you remember? Maybe not the worst, but has anybody called you a name on the on the rink? Oh well, yeah. I mean, there's some. I mean, but I, anything, anything besides asshole or whatever. But yeah, I mean, there's some that I probably can't even say. Dustin, anything coming to mind for you? Uh, no, nothing. I, I had a guy call me call me pretty boy one time, and I and I liked it. something from young blood you know so there was one time when i was in the media and i was playing uh somebody did say to me why don't you go write an article about it after i bitched (laughs) about him slashing me and i just laughed and i was just like well at least you know who i am (laughs) that's pretty good i like that (laughs) why don't you write about it (laughs) nice yeah uh jason miller says i've been called crappy yeah. Okay, so What's real quick, the best, my, the best chirp that I've ever made, uh, I will say, uh, was um, was when we were so okay. This is when I was in high school, and this kid, there was a a mom. She was clearly just like one of those crazy hockey moms who's just like standing up and yelling the whole game. Go, Jimmy! Go! Come on, Jimmy! Come on, get Jimmy the puck. That kind of thing, and so. I, you know, I said I, I was a, a, I was more of a defensive stalwart at that time. That's was my game, and so they were on the power play, and this kid's in front of the net, and I'm pretty much picked up on that this is Jimmy. So I, uh, I looked at him and I just go, you know, and like the, you know, the puck has just gotten cleared out. So I like, you know, kind of tap him on his skates, and I'm like, hey, uh, it's like, did I, is that your mom up there? And he's, he just goes, yeah. Yeah, man. Like I keep telling her she needs to cool it. It's really embarrassing. She just doesn't stop. And I just go, yeah, yeah. She was yelling like that last night in bed too. Uh, <laughs> and 
I and he like looks at me and I was just like, "That's your mom, right?" Because I fucked her, and <laughs> he, he looks Ooh. at me. Yeah. yeah, if you didn't get to it the first time. <laughs> yeah, and he looks at me and he just goes, "You asshole!" And he just like rips his gloves off and start. And I'm just laughing, like I'm literally like. I'm like grabbed. I'm like holding on to his jersey and like holding him away, and I'm just like laughing the whole time. I'm like, really? This this is pissing you off. You should have laughed at that. That should have been funnier than anything. Like, come on, man. <laughs> and and yeah, and he ended up getting like a five minute major and thrown out of the game, and I got nothing. And he was just like, he said he was having sex with my mom, and the referee was like, I don't care. It's not against Get the rules. Get out of here. I don't care. I have to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> everybody has. Um, Bill, uh, remember when uh, that reminds me of the story? I think it was Peterson, Pat Peterson, who made a. We're playing against somebody, and he chirped a kid, like a mom, a mom chirp against his mom, and his mom had just died. Oh, we didn't know that no. at the time. We didn't know it at the time. But but and the kid lost it. The kid went berserk, and we're like, "What the hell?" And their teammates said that, "Oh, his mom just passed away like two weeks ago or something." So uh, and and that I was like, "Oh wow!" Do you remember that? No, I, I, yeah. I think it was Peterson, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he just lost it. I was like, "Oh my god, that's that's rough. That's rough." Wow. Oh uh, yeah, one of those reactions is just like. You know, it's standard, right? Standard chirp, you know, know mom jokes. Yeah. And, right. Yep. Yeah. Just completely flew off the handle. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. <laughs> I don't know. Dustin, what about you? Any, any, any good chirps come to mind or you've given or received? Um, Dustin's no. a giver. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the chirps he's heard. <laughs> Um, nothing, I can't really think of anything, you know, um, I usually, I, I don't, you're not, I a, you're like not, I a, you, talk a whole lot when I, see, I, I, I would say, I don't, I don't think you, you come off as the guy that, uh, is the uh, aggressive chirper. Dustin is a very, I, I said this earlier, he's a very nice guy. And so that's why whenever it does happen that, that you see him, like, I remember one time there was a time on the bench where, you were like, you yelled at somebody for making a terrible pass. And I was just like, oh, it must have been a really bad pass if Dustin's yelling at him. You know, because, like, <laughs> Dustin's, like, the nicest guy in the world. And it's the same with our friend Dan that, that captains our Tropics team. Is like, I've seen a couple times him, like, yelling at other players, like, as they skate by the bench. And I'm like, if you pissed him off, you must have done something wrong. Because there were just some guys who are not like that. Yeah, Dan doesn't do a whole lot. No. After a after a game one time, I don't know. I uh, I uh, I went over to the officials and um, I went to shake their hands. And as I'm shaking one of the officials' hands, I go, "That was the worst fucking ref game I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> <laughs> I just skated it away. Uh, I uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't get along with the officials too well. Whenever we played, no, I had a no. I had a referee chirp me. Once. Never did. <laughs> I had a mm. uh, I had a referee once, and he was I mean he was a punk kid. I was probably nineteen or twenty at the time. He was like fifteen, maybe sixteen, and um, he made a terrible call on one of my teammates. And I just looked over and I just go, "Come on, man! Like you can't make that call." 
And he just goes, shut the fuck up. Make any call I want. And I was just like, okay. And the very next play, like, I didn't even touch a guy. Like, my stick, like, happened to touch his hand. And he fucking called me for slashing. And I looked over. And even the other guy on the other team member was just like, dude, that wasn't a slash. Like, his stick literally just grazed my arm. And he was just like, nope, nope, slashing, two minutes, go in the box. And I just looked over at him, and I just go, what the hell, man? If you're only pissed at me, that's fine. But don't fucking call terrible penalties on me. And he starts, he goes, oh, Bender, Bender over here trying to tell me how to ref the game. Oh, and I'm I just like, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And he just goes, shut up, Bender. Shut up, Bender. Go to the penalty wow. box. And I'm just like, you're a fucking piece of shit. I don't care how fucking old you are. Like, grow the hell up, man. He, and he just he's kept going. No. Finally, the other ref skates over and he just goes, dude, shut the fuck up. You know you're refing and not playing, right? And the guy just goes, this guy's being a prick. And he's like, I don't care if he's the biggest prick in the world. You don't talk to people like that. And yeah, I never, saw, I never saw him again after that. <laughs> That's a situation where if it, if it were me, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, next time I get the puck, you know, he's getting one. Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, you know, I don't no, care I, where I, he's at. I'm shooting at him. I definitely tried yeah. that about uh, three times. I, I missed him every time, but I came pretty close once and he knew what I was doing. And he just he skated up to me and I'm just like, seriously, buddy, you want to go? I'm ready. And he never did anything about it. So, yeah, I that would have been fun <laughs> watching a referee and a player fight. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do remember uh, one game at Oak Hill. I, I forget the guy's name, um, but he he was – I think it was right after – because originally, like, there was always the one guy that refed every game. It was Tyson, right? Tyson. And he disappeared. Yeah. And Stretch. Yeah. Stretch. I think it was Stretch that Tall came guy? on. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I think it was him that replaced Tyson, and I think this is the guy I'm thinking about. But Colin, just an awful, awful game against us, and we chirped him, and he started, you know, just giving us random penalties. And so <laughs> off a of face-off, I said, drop back to me. He's getting it. And somebody <laughs> drew back to me, fired one right between his shoulder blades. Sorry, man. I was just trying to dump the pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we. Yep. Uh, Remember, I think we played the rest of that game five on three. Like we were, we were <laughs> always in the yeah. box. My brother at Oak Hill, he, uh, there was a lady who was, you know, making some noise, uh, yelling, whatever, a fan. And uh, obviously a fan of the other team. She was basically think, chirping us. And my brother, who was on the team, he was, you know, playing out. And uh, he just, he just turns to her and goes, I think it was like, shut up, bitch, or you shut up, <laughs> whatever. And and the guy c- couldn't have been more than like 10 feet from my brother. He goes, that's my wife. <laughs> oh, man. So, so and my, and my, my brother was, uh, at the time, he was in a, he was a, I think he was a freshman in high school, maybe in eighth grade. He was playing in a league, he should have been playing him. Yeah. That was an old people. And, uh, and this guy was, you know, probably in his 30s, I don't know. And so I'm like, oh, wow, we're going to have to fight a 30-year-old man <laughs> to defend my brother. He was pissed. Yep. Nothing happened with it. Thank, uh, good on him for not acting on that because that's, I mean, he's trying to beat up on a, you know, 
14 year old kid or whatever it is. So Jesus. What one of my favorite stories, and this is the last one for me, because we we probably need to wrap this up here in a little bit so we can talk about some rapid fire hockey tidbits. But um two guys I play I currently play ice hockey with, guys that I've played hockey with for 20 years, literally now. I went to high school with them. Uh Cortland and uh, Ryan Frost. Um Cortland's a goalie, Ryan's a, a really, really good forward. And um so Cortland was in goal. We were playing in this tournament. And uh again we played we play ice together, but I think this time we were playing. Yeah, this was a this was a roller tournament we were in. And um Cortland so we played in this tournament and it was just we were told, oh, it's a B to C level. No, it was a bunch of A teams. Literally, we had River Otters playing against us in this tournament. And it was because there was a cash prize. So, you know, these A level teams, I mean, A plus 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 level teams traveled down to play in this. And I mean, it's so we just got our asses kicked the whole time. Felt bad for our goalie. So Cortland, I mean, he played as well as he could. We, we played all five games in one day, and he just got peppered. Uh, probably 30, 40, 50 shots a game. And so um, last game, he, he makes a save, he covers it, and he's down for a couple minutes. He's just like, can you guys, like, can I, can I take a timeout? And the referees are like, no, sorry, no timeouts in, in round robin. And he's like, guys, I've I've faced, like, 220 shots today like can i please just just give me a minute and and they were like okay fine yeah you're right you've been getting peppered and so this guy was sitting so this is at uh if anyone's ever played at all american there's like a uh, an upper level where they have the bar and so this guy is sitting at the top of the bar and he's just yelling hey goalie get back on your fucking feet go big or go home go big or go home. And he just kept yelling it. So again, his, his brother, Ryan plays forward for us and he's a, a really good forward. So Ryan's just like, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. And I'm just like, ah, dude, forget about him. He's just some drunk asshole. Don't no big deal. Well, the very next play, we win the face off. I slide it up to Ryan thinking he's going to skate it up. Nope. He literally skates it back into our zone to where he knows nobody's going to pressure him. And he winds up and takes a slap shot all the way over the glass up into the top shelf area and like probably misses the guy maybe by five feet. And I mean, you just hear the puck just go clang, 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 like hitting off walls. I mean, he hit it as hard as he could. And the guy just looks down at him and Ryan just goes, hey, buddy, go big or go home. And I was just like... (laughs) That was like the most badass thing I've ever seen. That was so fucking cool. And even the referees, I look over the referees and they're both applauding them. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> uh, anything else from you guys before we move on? Oh, I don't know. We could do another, we could do uh, another one of these shows. I say, I think we could about, do another one. Jeez. Yeah. Sure. So many stories. Yeah. I've got about, I got a couple goals on Jason Miller I want to talk about, but we'll save that for next time. Yeah, and one of the best goals I ever scored in my life was in the uh, Pana tournament when I was on uh, Dustin's team. The year yeah. one. Yeah, I remember. I, that, I was actually. most memorable. Not and you know not the obviously not the Lynn goal, but the the deflection. I was a, yeah. Anyway, another time. We'll talk about that next time. 
Uh, so let's do some rapid fire hockey tidbits, folks, before we wrap things up. Uh, the NHL is apparently going to add sponsor patches on jerseys in 2022-2023. The league will allow teams to put sponsor patches on jerseys beginning with that season after the Board of Governors unanimously approved the move, according to a person with knowledge of a memo sent this week. The person spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. Uh, Tuesday because the league had not yet announced the decision. Uh, they can reportedly be up to 3.5 by 3 inches. Um, so that is uh, that is the... So you're telling me the Board of Governors approve something that will make them more money. Crazy, right? I, they, they, I, I'm surprised they voted for this. <laughs> yeah. The hell it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like investigating... An insurrection, and the people that are that are uh, uh, voting on uh, whether or not to even do it uh, were involved in the insurrection. Anyway, I don't know what you're but... talking about. That's <laughs> that's all hearsay. Um, no, this is uh, for me. I know there's a lot of outrage here, and and I want you guys to voice your opinions. I knew this was coming, especially after the helmet decals last year. Um, you know, we've seen this report of the NHL's going to do it eventually the last 10 years, really. I knew this was coming. As long as it doesn't look like the European jerseys that look like racing jerseys, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, at least they're starting small here. Uh, but I'm not. This doesn't bother me too much. What about you guys? Here's the deal. I mean, with, with, with boards, okay, when ads came on the boards, I guess 1980, uh, when the teams first started putting ads on the boards, uh, which was odd. I, I did some research on this, and I found out that teams first got permission to do this, and f- some teams first started doing it 1980. But the Blues didn't do it for a while. They didn't. I right, mean, there were no ads. Right. Yeah. The Monday Night were, Miracle and, game, there are no ads on the boards. Right. Uh, you've seen that game so many times and not a single ad on the board. That was six years after the league That's had allowed crazy. it, and some teams started doing it, which is weird because you would think that you know, uh, advertisers would would love to splatter their their logos and stuff on the boards. Well, and the TV Blues and ownership at the time would have yeah. loved to have gotten that money. Yeah, it's it's interesting um, that uh, well anyway. But when the ads finally became on the boards, people were outraged, livid. Oh my gosh, I can't believe there's ads on the boards. Um, and and now you see ads on the boards, you think nothing of it. It's like. It looks. Right. It actually. It actually looks weird to not have ads on the boards. Yeah, the like whenever you watch a college, you know, a college tournament, and all they have is like an NCAA logo on the wall, mm-hmm. right? That, looks that's, weird. That's weird. Looks bare. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it was an eventuality, and I I think that that's pretty much you know what what Jeff said sums it up. You know, everybody. You know, as long as it's not the European style, like, you know, the Swedish elite league where it's it, pretty bad. It's just, yeah. Just logo after logo. Um, they have to do know. that to survive though, that those leagues, they have to right. get that revenue. They can't survive without that. Right. That's a little different scenario, I guess. Cause the so, NHL doesn't so, need this to survive necessarily. It just helps. No, but it's, right it's going to help them it, it, right it, now it's with, with help yeah, them recover after the pandemic. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and the the the, the the helmets ads are are back. 
this season, which is interesting because Bettman last year said this was that a one-year one thing. thing, right? One-year thing. Because there wasn't fans and, in the stands. And yeah, and it was a way to re, re, uh, recoup lost revenue, which well, I was like, okay, whatever, I don't care. Even though I thought the 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 big Enterprise E on the on the was it yeah the Blues had the Enterprise E on their helmet, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a it was, green it was, logo. It was ugly. The, the blues motif. I it was ugly. Like didn't bother me. I would me. love. I, I hated it. Um, I got used to it, but I didn't like it. And when I saw it, I'm like, uh, it's a green splash on a, a blue and yellow team. It's weird. It looks out of place. I don't know. It'd be nice if they could like. I don't know. The make yellow logo does black make or... green. That's true. <laughs> He's got a point. True. That is, I had not thought of that. Well, nice. we need to get something with a, from with an a, ad with, in the '80s. The we need to get bags. something with the with the red in there, right? Because red is a blue uh, color. Mm. Mm. I don't. Dustin's you know, got some red on his blue shirt there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Minimal, <laughs> the only minimal. acceptable red minimal. on a blues jersey. Yep. Yeah. Agree. I, what, I, who's on the back of that shirt, by the way? You got one. Gretzky. Oh, nice! Nice, very nice. So that's that's okay. clown era, clown era note. Yep. Mm. Unfortunately, there was a and uh, so <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody uh, tweeted out today in response uh, to uh, if you were if uh, see if you could undo any move the Blues did in the past or you know what would you do? Uh, basically, a decision they made you didn't agree with, do the opposite. Uh, somebody said uh, they'd re- resign Gretzky. And um, that's an interesting a whole ball of wax. Uh, but you, what would you would you have resigned uh, Gretzky, Dustin, if you were you if you if you had yeah. the GM responsibilities at the time? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are thrilled. You know, he came here for a few months and then left. And I don't know, like it's how many people can say they had the. You believe the greatest player in the league ever played for their team. So, I mean, it was pretty awesome. And, you know, if we could go back, yes, I would love if they could have signed him. But as we know with Keenan, yep. that was going to happen. Yeah, he wasn't going to want to stay here. But I, but I always, I always think back that, and the conversation was the time uh, that, you know, he wasn't coming back and, and what it would take to get into play here. And if he did sign here, who we couldn't sign or bring back or we have to move you know, because you know it, there was no cap then, but it was a you know ownership wasn't going to spend a ton of money, um, unlimited. You know, uh, no, no blank checks. So it'd be, it'd be interesting if they did sign him to see who we wouldn't be able to retain, or who would be leaving uh, to make room for him if that was the case. So, Yuri Himlov. Yuri Himlov. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> see ya. But I, I'm I'm as far as the ads on the jerseys uh, go, um, I'm. I'm I don't know. I'm. It's like, yeah, I'd rather them not be there, but it's not a massive deal to me. I know mm-hmm. the jerseys you buy in the stores won't have them on them, or you'll have the option to not have them on them. So, uh, I mean, I uh, so what was Jay- what was your favorite mock-up of a potential ad for a Blues jersey? It's gonna be Car Shield, right? It's got to be Car Shield. <laughs> I don't think Car Shield has. I don't know. Do they have the clout for that. They've got the Ric Flair. On contract, baby. Woo! What is Rick? What is Rick Flair demanding for commercials these days? The guy can't even talk. He's got marbles in his mouth. I mean, at least fourteen dollars. Did you guys see yeah. uh, Rick Flair trending today? I did. I did, and uh, <laughs> it's an interesting reason that he was trending. If you guys, why was know. he? Why was he trending? 
Ah, we can talk about it on this show. Go ahead, Dustin. (laughs) I had no idea. There's a photo of a guy. You just see blonde hair, slicked back, and he's got a woman bent over in a seat, and he's looking for something. (laughs) Not quite sure what he's looking for, but... And uh, he apparently says that that was not him. Yeah, he says it was another guy with slick back gray hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, whatever. It's Ric Flair. Uh, It's it's probably a a, a drop in the bucket compared to what he's done. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Those wrestlers, those pro wrestlers, man. Yeah. Uh, So Jason Miller in the YouTube chat says, everyone knew the ads on jerseys were coming. I can live with this size of ads, which I'm I'm with, but I worry that it's just going to grow more and more as time goes on. And that is my right. worry, too, that they'll be like, OK, we've got this three point five uh, by three inches. We could do another three point five by three inches and then three oh. years down the road. What's up that to five by three inches there? There's you know, and it's all... just it's gonna keep growing, and I'm not gonna like that. There's already ads on the jerseys. Let's be fair. There's always oh, the, been ads on the, for the jersey CCM, manufacturer. Adidas, yeah. right? I mean, it, there's always been an, uh, a logo on there for something that's not, you know, the team. It's a, it's a. I mean, the jersey manufacturer. I get it, but it's still a logo. I mean, it's, I, uh, some somebody commented. Social media, I was like, oh well, the jersey manufacturer—that's that's fine. I'm like, well, well, hold on, back up. I mean, is it? I mean, what's the difference? I mean, it's so. What if it's not? So what if it's a, you know, a, a car rental place as opposed to a, a, a an athletic uh, apparel company? What's what's so what? It's a logo on a on a jersey. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, you can do it well. That's the thing too. Is it if you have limitations, restrictions on size and, and what it can be and stuff like that. Everything has to get approved. I guess you can, you can make it work, but I, but yeah, I, I, I have a hard time believing they're not going to try and stick more on at some point, uh, whether it be like back middle under the numbers, something like that, or, or above the numbers and the, under the neck, you know, neckline. Uh, I can see the uh, patches so, being replaced, like the, the shoulder patches, shoulder patches. Mm-hmm. Those Down are going to be replaced maybe. by ads eventually. So, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 you can you can do it right and you can do it wrong. So it's just a matter of I don't know. I mean, it, it took how long has it taken? It's taken to get uh, with there's ads on the glass now. There's ads on the ice. There's I mean, there's ads everywhere. There's I think even in European League, there's there's ads on the goalposts. Yeah. Um, there's there's ads and you go to and you go to the games. There's ads. All over the jumbotron, ribbon boards, uh, everything. You know, I mean, there's there's ads everywhere you look in the arena. Um, oh, and that's what's funny is like, just the last dur- the like fall. people were so excited about those ribbon boards when when they were installed in in all the arenas, that, and that people are like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And it is cool for like the pregame stuff and like yeah. when they win. You know, you see Blues win all across. I mean, it's all cool, but ninety percent of the time, that's ad space. Oh, That's yeah. what they're using yeah. it for. Look up during play. That's yeah. ad space. It's yellow dobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't. Okay, here, here's my thing. I don't mind ads on the boards. I don't mind ads on the ice. I, 
don't really mind ads on the glass behind the goal. It's kind of weird, but uh, I don't, it doesn't bother me too much. Um, but, but I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see what the ads in the jerseys. I've, they, I don't think one ad's going to bother me. Uh, I don't watch the NBA, but the NBA has had ads in the jerseys for a little while now, I think, haven't they? So, uh, and I don't, if I don't, yeah, right. You can't, yeah, I don't know. When you see, when you watch games, if you watch games, uh, it's like, I don't even notice the ads in the jerseys. And maybe it'll be a thing where you just don't notice them anymore. You see them for a while and then they disappear. You don't really notice them. I don't know. I'm yeah. uh, I'm looking right now to see if the NBA has. I think they jerseys. do. I think they do. Um, I, I heard they did. <clears throat> Hell, so, uh, European soccer. That's all it is. The, the, the wish. Big, right. Looks like Lakers have front. Wish on there. Okay. Is that Wish.com? I hope not. on their uh, on their jerseys. <laughs> isn't Wish uh, that that Chinese uh, discount site? That's what I thought. Um, yeah. Wish.com looks like the Bucks what? have. That that's not Motorola. Who is that? Well, yeah, anyway, they'll, they'll have yes, they'll have them. the answer has yeah. to be yes because that's what I'm seeing yeah. right now. Yeah, and th- this was talked about ads on jerseys long time ago, back when uh, uh, I think during the '05, the strike season. I think Bacchus was playing for who was he playing for? He was just a, a, like getting work in with a AHL team or a or Otters or Riverman or somebody, and there was a there was an ad on that jersey, and people were talking about well, uh, talking about moving it to the NHL. That was an old five, so it's been a long time coming mm-hmm. for that. I think it'll be a good long time before you see a number of ads on the jerseys. It's gonna, it might happen, but it's gonna be a long time. Yeah, it's been it's been forty years since they first started putting ads on boards. Yeah, yeah, a um, couple of. Things from the YouTube chat, uh, Donnell Weaver, um, I think first first time poster in the the chat, if I am not mistaken. First um, time, says, yes, the listener. NBA do have little ads on their jerseys, gentlemen. So that's uh, confirmation. Um, and then um, Jason Miller uh, said, you know, just always thought the jerseys could be the last thing without ads, and. Um, it, this I responded to him that no, it's actually goalie pads will be <laughs> the one thing that never gets ads because the owners won't share. And it's actually Wyshynski brought this up today. You know, you either love them or hate them. In this this instance, he said, you know, the, the did the whole tired and wired thing. Tired, you know, NHL uh, people outrage about NHL uh, having ads on jerseys. Wired uh, that goalies who have the biggest billboards in the game won't get to put ads on them, you know, because, and rake in, you know, personal revenue. And you and saw what we true. shared. You saw what yeah, we shared. The, the, Grand Fuhrer, the Pepsi get up. The Pepsi, yeah. he had, he had the, he had the, the Pepsi stick. Uh, and I assume yeah. probably something on his pads too. I don't know, but the, he was yeah, going to they... deal with Pepsi to, to have a, a big, huge Pepsi. Basically a whole, the whole goalie stick was a Pepsi logo. And uh, yeah. the, NHL, the NHL nixed it because said, no, you can't do that because we're not getting a cut of it. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's crazy. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's very true. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they could ever get so granular to come to an agreement with all of the goalies in the league uh, as to, you know, what, what revenue, you know, what, what companies are, 
are acceptable and and what cut of the revenue you would get. Jason Miller said in the YouTube chat, uh, yes, but the manufacturer is different than a Pennzoil ad on a jersey. I don't know that it is. I mean, it, I, I get that they made the jersey. I get that. I, I get that their logo is on, but why does the manufacturer of the jersey need a big old logo right you know, on the back above the numbers or on the tail like CCM used to be or or Coho or whatever? Coho used to be on the back above the numbers too. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, it's a jersey manufacturer, but there's there's actually logos on sticks and gloves and, you know, everything. Um, back in the day, do they still do this? Uh, they still uh, like put tape over logos on gloves and stuff where they, they don't have an agreement yeah, or something? Yeah, like they still do that. They still do? So, because yeah, they used to so be a little if, more if, common. So teams, teams are told like, hey, you can use like CCM gloves. You know, like they have a special deal with CCM or whatever. But well, it's clearly one company though because yeah some well it's because of... all these players they they want to play with the gloves they're comfortable with so or they're getting yeah. paid to wear yeah and so the they'll, players get they'll paid tape to over whatever it is and say oh yeah this is uh these are bauer gloves but they're really warrior gloves you know like it's uh that's that's been going on for years so yeah, i know but i'm the the the, the, the these companies these equipment manufacturers, I assume they would pay the players and the and the team probably to allow these players to wear their equipment. Yeah. I assume that the players have these deals. So I'm not sure every every player has those deals. Probably not. Yeah. Just the bigger ones. Yeah, I doubt hmm. uh Ivan, well, I don't know. Ivan Barbashev might. I'm trying to think of another obscure player. Um, Josh Bortuzzo. Manson. Bortuzzo. Robert Bortuzzo. Yeah, but I, I don't know if he has a lot of. I don't. I don't think he has a. I don't think he has a deal. Manufacturers. Yeah. Um, maybe he does. I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, I know he gets his shit for free, but in terms of like getting a special I, cut, players buy. I don't think that's players happening. buy their sticks. Players buy their sticks. Mm, I know do that. They? They do. I mean, now they may get reimbursed, but I hear that they, they buy their own sticks. I don't know about the rest of the stuff. Uh, so, uh, last bit of news we'll talk about here. Joe Thornton has retired. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Uh, Joe Thornton is moving to Florida, uh, but he is not retiring. He's playing with the Florida Panthers. Uh, he signed a one-year $750,000 contract. Joe is uh, 42. He's sixth all-time in the NHL for games played with 1,680. 14th all-time in scoring with 1,529 points. Um, As far as I could tell, guys, and I was wanting to pull up the audio clip here before I made this joke, but I did not. Uh, I think he's uh, looking for a condo. And wait a minute. You're telling me there's not one condo available in all of Del Boca Vista? Little Boca Vista. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Joe Thornton signs with the Florida Panthers. Interesting he, move to be sure, but if you saw any of the quotes he said, he yeah. said he watched the playoff series they played in, and he believes that he, uh, they could go far. So he's he is you know he's getting up there in age. He's got to be uh, forty two, uh, like more susceptible to. Uh, uh, COVID now and he's going Ooh. down to Florida where there's a hot spot. So, uh, oh. you know, <laughs> his beard will protect him. 
That's true. true. No, or, or make it worse. I mean, he's got that 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 gray stripe in the middle that turns yellow, kind of gross thing going on, in the middle of his beard. Hmm. So that's an interesting. <laughs> I, he just he just he just wants a cup so bad. He's just he does. Just, just put me on a fourth line and just let me give me five minutes a game. You know, just I want. Yeah, to he he pretty much at this point is. Anybody who wants to sign me, I will. I will play for you. He's Gordy Howe in it. And you know what? I'm fine with it. If if he's, if teams still want to sign him, shit. I don't care if he plays another 20 years in the league. Um, As long as, as long as he's still somewhat productive. I think he had what was it 20 points in 42 games last year. Not terrible, but uh, I think we saw even back in 2016. I remember making a comment on this show. After the Sharks beat the Blues, I'm like, Joe Thornton has lost a major step in his game. Well, here we are in 2021, and he's signing another deal. So we'll see what he can do. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, this has been uh, this has been a lot of fun. Dustin, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, go ahead and uh, tell our listeners how they can interact with you on social media or um, obviously how they can uh, work with you at rockinthatidlife.com as well as um, you know obviously the number that they need to text to get that 30% off of course um, I'm on Twitter at, at dpaul8 um, website is rockinthatidlife.com you can um, text me at 636-393-8745 um, love for anybody to be a part of our community it's one of uh, my favorite things about ID life. So um, we have something for everybody. So love to help you in any way I can, whatever goals that you have. Love to help you get there. I'd like to uh, uh, reiterate too, that, I'll say that number is a text number, right? Not, not that's not a number yes, that calls. Text, text you, text um, you, ask yeah, information, an, right? Yep. Yep. Text. Um, it's an app that I use, so it helps me um, keep track of everything. So. Um, I don't think it will accept phone calls. <laughs> All right. Very good. Awesome. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on today. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm awesome. sure. No, we we had a good time, too, and, and I'm glad you are able to join us in our first uh, Men's League Minute, which was a lot longer than a minute, but uh, I don't care. Uh, it's my show. I can do what I want. That's the way I see it. Uh, Kurt and Bill, you'll back me up on that, right? We'll let us slide this time. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, so support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by what Dustin just mentioned, ID Life, rockinthatidlife.com, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com. And I have in the notes here, get 10% off by texting Dustin. But again, if you hopefully are hearing this show in time, uh, it is August 18th up until Saturday at, uh, we'll, we'll say midnight. But uh, don't text him too late because Dustin's, Dustin's in his 70s. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But go ahead and text Dustin to get 30% off of your next order. Uh, at 636-393-8745. And again, make sure you tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. 
and of course by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's hockey themed brewery. Visit centericebrewery.com today to schedule a no contact curbside pickup or to make a reservation in their awesome tap room. While you're there and enjoying a number of their fantastic beers, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a blues game. That's centericebrewery.com. Please drink responsibly. That will do it for episode 49 of season 9 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the show. Hockey talk in August, folks. Nothing gets better. Am I right? <laughs> for Kurt Price yeah. and Bill Day, and of course our guest, Dustin Paul, I'm Jeff Ponder, and this was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go blues. Dustin, we need it from you, too. Let's go, Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again, they're rough and tough and got the stuff to win, they'll always get one more, no matter what the score, they are quite a hockey team, my friends.